0: It's Monday.
1: from Mondays.pop.com. it's Mondays with your host Carl Franklin this is Jeff Maciolick here in the studio with Carl Nicholas Active Nick Landry Mark Miller Richard Campbell and Karen Greenwald announcing show number four Mondays is good for you well it's better than dioxin anyway Mondays is produced by Pop Productions providing professional audio and podcasting services online at www.pwop.com and now the man who's a firm believer in the health benefits of blowing your stack at least once a day carl franklin
2: good morning nerds hope you're having an excellent monday morning doing whatever you do on monday morning blowing your stack possibly well, let's let's hope you do that before you get in the car and drive to work. But uh, you know, we'd like to hear from you if you you obviously made it to the fourth show. You haven't tuned us out completely, and uh, we do have an email alias up on the web at uh, pwop p w o p at franklins.net. We're working on getting the um, pwop.com dot com email alias up, and uh, just just working out some IP issues there. But we will have that.
1: Yeah, we're, we're just lazy bastards, basically. Just lazy bastards. Yeah. Yep.
2: So we've actually, you know, we do work for a living. This is just for fun so far. Although, you know, the way it's been going, we're, we'll be damned if we get a sponsor of this kind of content. Anyway, Richard is here. Karen is here. Nicholas, active Nick Landry, is here. Jeff is here, of course. Mark is here. Kirk is at a Christmas party. And Rory will not be here uh, until next week. He's uh, been busy. He works for Microsoft, as you know, and he travels all over the country. And he's been extremely sick, and he'll tell us about that next week. Um, he's going to actually uh, pre-record his Ask Rory segment uh, for next week, so we'll be able to listen to it during the taping of the show. And um, you know what? Can I say stick around? We got a lot of great stuff. We got news bites coming up. We have uh, Mark Miller coming up. We have uh, you know some some good music. And uh, Jeff, you know, Karen wasn't here last show. Uh, but the show before that, you know, you guys started a little scuffle there, you and Karen. So, you know, I want you to try to make an effort, you know, over the holidays to to make your peace with Karen. Okay.
1: Yeah. But don't play the girl card again because you brought that up. Not me.
3: <laughs> who? I didn't bring it up.
1: Yeah, you did. When? You said, I'm not the girl who dumped you in high school or whatever.
3: Oh, man. I didn't know you that was still stinging. That's not what I meant. <laughs>
4: Karen, he was talking about it all last week. It was stinging so hard, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was I was bitching about it. <laughs> I got a call from his relatives that it was stinging hard, man.
3: That's not the girl <laughs> card. The girl card is I'm not. No, I, I got. You're not even technical. How is it? that? What does
1: that have to do with being a girl?
3: No, it doesn't. But I, I'm saying that that would be the girl card. Me saying, like, I'm not technical because I'm a girl. All
2: right. So good. You guys anyway. are off to a good start. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. good.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Karen, <laughs> you, what you got to do is say, now I'm feeling like I ought to be a lesbian.
3: Uh, ha, ha. Huh.
6: Now
5: I you want, don't get that joke
3: no, because you I weren't here last week. I want to know the week. lesbian situation.
2: You weren't here last week.
3: I I oh, need you, a little I need a little, little lesbian background.
4: You yeah, Karen. You need to say something like Jeff. Just talking to you. I want to become a lesbian. <laughs> right. uh The background <laughs> is that during the last show,
1: I uh I I my bitching and moaning segment was that uh, another one of my ex girlfriends has become gay, which brings the total up to to two out of six, which I brought oh, up as honey, a honey Jeff. <laughs> a I
3: have to say, my first husband was gay. I totally. Totally feel for you. <laughs> See now you guys I have, have dated, something in common. I have dated many, many, many gay men and i am known as like the litmus test for men. <laughs> like after they date me, they can So drown. Jeff,
2: maybe that's why you two are secretly attracted to each other. Oh,
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where all that tension's coming from.
7: Yeah, Jeff is gonna gay. turn gay. It's it's We're homosexual gay-gaters. tension. <laughs>
8: that's
6: right. <laughs> oh boy. Hey, you're recording this, right? Oh yes I
1: am.
2: Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so so karen did you go to the movies this week
3: uh yeah really <laughs> no i didn't oh, i'm sorry i've had right. i was really busy but i did rent two recent christmas releases so okay. i thought that that would be good
0: <laughs> all right
3: two, <laughs> That it's valid it's a video release it's huh? true true Come on. Cut me some slack. Um, Two very similar movies. I rented Bad Santa with Billy Bob Thornton and Elf with Will Ferrell. Okay. Um, I didn't actually write up anything really about it. But here's the thing. Bad Santa with Billy Bob Thornton is really dark. Really? (laughs) Really dark. Okay. I mean, if you like your Santas like drunk and belligerent and smelly (laughs) who don't necessarily have control of their – bodily functions oh, and right. have more than one <laughs> sexual fetish
5: cool then that's
3: your that's your movie so um, billy
5: bob was playing himself <laughs> yeah
3: pretty much
5: is that, that was pretty less much the, the whole vial point. of
3: blood yeah exactly that was the whole point yeah. no he, pr- he pretty much was playing himself but i love dark i embrace dark and dark yeah. movies make me really happy cool what i don't like is that tendency to like make it this like really great dark greatness and end in this really like amazingly morbid black way and then say oh just kidding (laughs) and then take the last 15 minutes of the movie and be like oh actually the bullets didn't hit any vital organs and everybody was a robot and it was all Uh, a dream you know and that's what bad santa did and i was like are you freaking kidding me with this it was it was so wrong. It was Hmm. I mean, you have Santa like sitting in the gimbal chair peeing himself and it was beautiful. And then at the end (laughs) at the end, they do this like really dramatic, awesome ending that was funny and dark. And you think like, oh, excellent. And it goes on. I was like, I so wanted the credits to roll. So if you watch The DVD at home. My advice to you is edit yourself. And when you see the ending come, just shut it off. Don't even watch that last 10 minutes because it'll just make you sad. It sounds like
2: us trying to appease the religious zealots who listen to the show (laughs) and complain about uh, divine interventions. Right, guys?
3: Yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. Actually, they're Christmas ornaments. They're not sexual toys. Um. That's (laughs) So that's, deal, <laughs> that's great. That's the deal with. Uh, that's the deal with bad Santa. Bad Santa. You, you definitely bad, bad. Bad Santa. Bad Santa. I like my Santas bad though. It was. It was good. I mean, it was. It was funny because. Yeah. yeah. You know. And yeah. It had its, it's a great it's
2: juxtaposition. Therefore, introducing the comedic element.
3: And it had a little person, which is nice. Right. Little, it, it, it. had a, a little person. Yes, it had a little person as his his elf. Billy Bob works in tangent. In, oh, you
7: mean a midget. No, a little, I mean a little person.
3: I mean, a dwarf. Um,
7: I live in New York. We call them midgets. <laughs>
3: <laughs> actually, though, they're not all midgets. No midgets were di- harmed in the recording no, there's of Mondays. A, a midget. A- is-
7: every time, every time I hear about little person or midget or something, I always think about of Seinfeld. You know, with Mickey and Kramer and these two together. They would yes. just Crack me up. Yeah.
3: Mickey, Mickey actually, Mickey from Seinfeld was in our next movie, but but. But wait, do you know the difference between a midget and a dwarf? Because there is one. Hmm, No. Here's the thing. A midget is a midget all over. Everything about them is proportionately small. A dwarf...
4: Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really huge... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Karen.
3: It it depends. I can see
4: this coming. They wear depends, apparently.
3: No. no. (laughs) No, but a dwarf can have certain things. And I'm not... I'm really honestly anything can be normal sized but then so they they have dwarfed So hearts. is that
7: why Snow White would hang out with seven dwarves? <laughs> <laughs> but no, she but wouldn't I, hang out with seven midgets, is that it?
3: No, she would not hang out with seven <laughs> minutes because she's got a 1 in 7 shot of right. of it being you know, benefits. Right, exactly.
7: So that's, right. that's, that's why she hung out with seven dwarves. And exactly. she has a seven in seven shot. Actually, there was an eighth dwarf girl. No, Horny. she
3: doesn't, because you don't know. because it, oh, it's, true, it's your true. Dwarfness can dwarf anything. That's true. But or she nothing. was, you
2: know, she could at least have a chance with seven dwarfs of having <laughs> yep. a big dwarf
1: schlongism.
3: Exactly. Yeah. She's got. She's wait, got wait, a shot. wait. We've been she's talking about shot.
1: genitalia, Carl? No. Dwarf schlongs.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been talking. About that. But like your hands, their hands are. be What's your point, man? Is,
1: is, is this what, you, is this what you, we've been implying this whole time? I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this ain't no fucking Disney
1: of, show,
6: man. Are
3: there Are a lot of lesbian dwarfs? I don't oh, know. Oh, hey, there's a book about that. Lesbian I mean, dwarfs? <laughs> no, but there's a book about a, a woman who's a dwarf who has a relationship with a normal-sized man, and she grabs. Oh. it's Armstead Maupin, you know that guy? No. Tales of that the City. sounds like
4: a Jerry Springer show. This is the best fucking movie review I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, Nick, just keep relate, bringing up television
2: shows and I think you'll be fun. That's good.
8: Yeah.
3: <laughs> okay, so the next movie is Elf with Will Ferrell.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And it was goofy and predictable and brilliant. No, no, no. I l- fucking goofy. It was
2: fucking goofy. It's
3: fucking what? goofy. Isn't that Will what Ferrell? Snow White predictable? was doing? Oh, That's no, impossible. Dopey. <laughs>
1: Oh, um. oh man, that was just this like this bestiality. That's just wrong.
3: <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: I don't
5: know.
3: <laughs> I didn't. I totally. Jeff, missed.
5: what's with the morality I kick missed, tonight? I, I
3: missed bestiality.
5: No, he <laughs> just got a thing for Disney. Uh,
4: somebody <laughs> talk right. about fucking goofy. Is that what you guys were talking about? No,
3: <laughs> we were talking about fucking dopey. Well, didn't you miss oh, the dwarf conversation? I missed that
2: one. Yeah. Oh, All okay. right. So Elf, I, I saw it myself, and I'm curious as to what you think.
3: Well. Here's the thing. It's it's maybe not fair to get a movie review because from me about Elf because everything that Will Ferrell does to me is just so cute.
1: Ah, it pushes I your buttons, does he? Really?
3: I love him.
1: You're not allowed to review movies anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, How can sir- You love this guy.
3: I yeah. love it, it, him. Uh, you the don't Will think-
5: Will
1: Ferrell love gene in you.
3: No, I'm sorry. She's got... a
1: comic. That's why.
3: You don't think Will Ferrell is one of the most brilliant comics of our time? He's good. He's good. Yeah, Richard, he's
1: really good. Richard, she wishes she had the Will Ferrell love gene in her.
4: I do. Oh. I absolutely
3: do. <laughs> I wish...
4: Yeah, but we couldn't live in a world where Will, Will Ferrell turned gay. We couldn't do that.
3: <laughs> that is true. That would what, be putting him at is? risk.
2: No, he would be if Karen. If I dated mind. him, because yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I too. do. Yeah.
3: yeah. I no. I don't have the Will Ferrell love gene in me. I do love Will Ferrell. So and
2: and your husband said you could go ahead and marry him if what?
3: If I could, he he gave me six months, and if I can get him in six months, ah. he's perfectly willing to relinquish. Jesus, gave you wow. six months. Man. What he
4: a guy. Him six
7: months.
3: <laughs> it's like go for it. Six. I'll give you. Now six you know months. that would really suck you if you actually two.
7: got him in seven months and it had oh. to say no because of that. If I had six months, I could get Will Ferrell in six months. <laughs> I mean, six months—that's a long time.
3: That is a long time. So, but I have permission. In January, I'm gonna—I think I'm moving to L.A. I'd
4: right. be my husband goodbye, and man. If I were your husband, I'd be like, all right, yeah, I gave you too much time. All right, it's over. See ya. Yeah.
3: <laughs> no. Um,
4: all right, so back back to Elf, which I agree—I thought was goofy, wasn't
3: it? It was goofy, yeah. but do you didn't think it was funny? Well, you know what it reminded
2: me of? It reminded me like of Miracle on 34th Street or like a Jerry Lewis Christmas movie, you know, something that had this little tinge of nostalgia to it, well, and then all of a sudden it just turned weird.
3: It was a little bit weird, but the thing is, is maybe it's after the, bad, the co- cocktail of Christmas cynicism with Bad yeah. Santa. You need a little goofy chaser. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that was it, but... I don't know, just everything that he does is funny. Every expression that he has yeah. is funny. And and it was I mean, it was yeah. funny.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. You I, ever see him do the cat playing with a ball of yarn yes, thing? Yes, I have. Yeah, that's pretty good.
3: Well, yeah. I I, I have to say I wa- we watched it we watched it as a family. So me and my 6-year-old hysterical laughter on mm-hmm. the floor mm-hmm. urinating yeah. and not really urinating, yeah, but my husband it. rolling his eyes. Ah. So ah. maybe it's not for everybody, but there were a couple of good casting calls. I thought Ed Asner as Santa. Yeah, he was good. Was good.
2: Yeah.
3: Bob Newhart as yes. an elf was good. Bob Newhart
2: as anything is going to be good. Bob, he's but especially awesome.
3: when he's saying like, "We're known for our joyful yeah. manner and our, yeah." Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it was. He was. It was good casting. Yeah. Um, the other thing that Elf had, which I think is rare, is it had an 11 year old boy as one of the protagonists. Who mm-hmm. managed to not be completely annoying, which true. I think doesn't always happen. <laughs> yeah, that's
4: true.
5: Unlike Miller,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much border on completely annoying, completely, hundred percent. And and he's Sometimes an eleven-year-old boy, so yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. I was who's the eleven-year-old boy?
7: Miller. Oh, that's what you're or talking Miller. about. Sorry, sure. <laughs> yeah, but um, Karen. So basically, Karen. Yeah is the, is the preview representative of the movie?
3: Yeah. The preview. Pretty I, much. I just
7: saw the preview, and the guy like was hitting on my nerves, like just during the preview. Well, Nick, I think those maybe... are the
5: intellectual parts of the movie.
3: Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I, I, I think if you're a six year old boy, or if you're me, then it's the movie for you. But otherwise, you might want to avoid it. I think mm. that if you, if you, if you want, if you have fantasies about Will Ferrell, then it's your movie. And if you don't, then stay away. Maybe.
7: No, but I don't need necessarily intellectual stuff. I mean, I crack, crack, crack up with South Park. Yeah, but, so do I. But I South, know, Park, South just Park, just Park is
3: intellectual, me. actually, in the wrong way. Don't you think? Am I the only one who thinks that South no, Park is no. very smart? We here. we are.
1: We, we, are we most of all of us except for Carl agree that South Park is intellectual. Oh. I just No, no, I I just don't watch it. That's all. I yeah, don't watch TV. Yeah. Uh huh. Nice excuse. Good good job oh, covering I just love for that. South Park. You know, oh, I South I, Park I don't makes get me this, so man. Happy.
2: Uh, you know if. If you don't watch South Park, you're, like, in some zombie world. Like, okay, I don't choose to watch this. It's this. like
3: not being technical. Yeah, call. it's like Come you have unplugged
2: me. from the collective, man. <laughs> it's like, fuck you all, man. Turn off your televisions and use your brain. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Well, it's like unplug from your computer and read a book. It's, yeah, right. you know, I mean, you guys are all like, I can't. oh, so. yeah,
1: I didn't do a book What's review a book? on last Mondays or anything. Well, I listen to the show.
3: Hey, I wasn't here and I don't know how to download the show because I'm not technical. You
1: don't you, you're a member in the show, but you don't know how to
7: download it. That's oh. right. Come on, my mother that could download this show. I suppose
3: oh. I could, but I've got a lot of stuff going on, boys. I'm busy
7: she's show.
5: watching will ferrell
3: i'm watching <laughs> yeah. will ferrell. i'm watching south park i got a lot of stuff watching going will on. ferrell
1: through a pair of binoculars staked out <laughs> outside his apartment
3: I, I would except for that he only has an apartment in la he doesn't even have one in new york because i checked after i got my six you mark. see if you were technical you <laughs> could after have a webcam <laughs> you, could, right, you, you
2: know could
1: park a camera outside his place you're
2: speaking of annoying and Speaking of annoying, listen to this. I was reading the blog that I have uh, for Mondays, and we got some feedback. And this week, uh, somebody said, um, "Keep Karen Greenwald as a regular, please. She's entertaining, intelligent, and just fun." Rory was hilarious. Kill Kirk, or at least give him a muzzle. Just kidding. Very funny stuff. Glad Kirk survives his accident, I guess.
0: <laughs> wow. And Gosh. and here,
2: here, this is the funny one. Ready? Please, please get rid of Nick. <laughs> I can't believe
6: you guys didn't remove his audio. (laughs) And he signed to L-U-Z-E-R, loser. And Nick replied, hey, loser, how fitting. (laughs) Not only am I staying, but in future shows, I'll drop random derogatory comments in French directed at you
4: just to annoy you even more. (laughs) Well, he was referring to the French detail, the, the French bit.
7: Yeah. I don't know what he was referring to. I don't care. That so must this have is been actually yeah, cuz
4: I, I, I I'll, I'll just defend Nick. I think Nick was awesome last uh, me week too, except for the no, French bit.
7: This is I'm actually sure the loser moment of the show right now. Where I'm going to drop a random comment in French just to annoy this guy. All right. So, okay, loser, this is for you. Tu un d'imbécile, but j'espère que tu vas crever un jour bien vite
4: all right now what did you say he said i pee in my shoes what was the rest of it i didn't hear the rest of it i pee in my uh, shoes i, I and pretty then much I said like he it was on a freaking head.
7: fucking like moron and i just hope he drops dead soon oh, all right oh Creative.
4: That, well that's different from what i heard i heard something different man maybe nice. my, french, my french course by mail isn't paying off as much as i thought it would be <laughs>
7: No, but the mirror. thing is I shouldn't translate every time that I insult the guy because I'm going to have to have him like look around and try to, to find French people to translate this for him or something. It's, getting, it's going to drive him nuts the whole week because he doesn't know how I'm insulting him. <laughs> yeah, All right, yeah, so we, sh- we shouldn't translate every time I insult him.
1: Well, before we get started with Richard's Toy Boy segment, I just wanted to let the listeners know that no, in fact, you didn't get a bad batch of crack. Uh, we're having a little bit of trouble with the sound on and off as we're, you know, working the kinks out of our production process. So we had to fall back to the phone track a couple of times, but it shouldn't affect your listening enjoyment, so stick around. Good
0: toy, bad toy, good toy,
2: bad toy. It's time for Richard the toy. Boy. How you doing,
5: Richard? Things are good, man. What can I tell you? It's, uh, tis the season, and, and this is my favorite time of year because, well, actually it's not because I'm not allowed to buy anything. Right. But I'm getting ready because in January when I don't get what I want, then I will get to buy everything.
2: <laughs> Just get those receipts, man.
5: Just holding on, <laughs> you know, holding back, getting ready, taking a good long look, and so I'm out there shopping anyway. But hey, before we go tearing off into the new toys, let's, uh, let's wrap up last week's contest. Okay. Last week, we were sending, we we were a little tricky. We sent people off looking on a website that was not a toy website, but was rather this very odd little grandmother. Right. Anyway, it was the Talk Sex with Sue site. And this lady, Sue Johansson. And if I remember correctly, the contest was to find out what this girl's maiden name was. So you had to dig around the website and find that page. And heck, even I had a tough time finding it when yeah, I went back to look that's for it right. and to find out right. what I I mean? page,
7: no? so it was
3: the front page. No, so it was. It she's a grandmother and she does like sex.
5: She does sex talk
2: on the Oxygen. This channel. This is what you get. Oh for yeah, missing the I show. know her. Oh, you know that? Yeah,
3: I, well, yeah, I, yeah. I don't. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I don't watch Oxygen. That's so you don't? stupid.
2: <laughs> have you ever seen that channel? I have seen that. What do you What do you think of that channel?
3: Well, I don't like the channel, but I like Sue the Sex Lady.
2: So you do know I'm who a, Sue I'm is? I'm a
3: huge fan of. um talk shows about
2: sex cool cool
3: i am i think it's isn't she
2: like really raunchy though
3: she's a little raunchy she's not as raunchy as you could be no
2: she could be but she uses funny words like and he's just randy as a racehorse right? right." and you're sitting there all dry well you should use some vegisex cream (laughs) lotion which we're gonna hear a word from our sponsor right now
7: actually next week she's got a special on sex with dwarves yeah sex with dwarves special are you serious Plenty anyway,
2: we did have a winner. The winner is Daniel Service Invention. <laughs> Uh-oh, buy a vowel. We didn't have a fucking winner, man. Nobody, Nobody got it right.
5: <laughs> nobody nobody got, it right. got it right. It's right there on the website, you guys. What are you, Slackers? Slackers. Took me ten minutes to find it.
2: Alright, so one more time.
3: I, I think I think I think people yeah. are probably afraid no, I, I of what they are doing. I think actually we need to review this. It took you ten minutes. So for ten minutes you looked for the maiden name of Sue the Sex Lady. I think that's, that's right. where you that's where you're running into problems. Who has ten minutes to look for the maiden name of Sue the Sex Lady? Oh. <laughs> I I have emails from people I like that I haven't returned <laughs> in like a week because I don't have time. So
1: well then, you you don't fit the profile of somebody who <laughs> can sit around for two hours and yeah. listen to the show, huh? No coffee mug for you.
3: Uh, just, and I don't actually listen to the show because I don't know how to download right. it.
2: All right, boys and girls. So listen, we're going to give you guys another shot, you listeners, and listen up. We're doing a contest, okay? It's called Richard the Toy Boy. We're going to you. You have to. We're, we're putting you on a scavenger hunt, and you have to find from what is it? Sex Talk you have to find her maiden name, right? That's right. So it's a, it's there on the website. Find her maiden name. She's a sixty five or some odd. She doesn't say how old she is, but we think she we call her sixty five year old grandmother. She has a talk <laughs> sex show on the Oxygen channel. We were talking about her last week. And if you send those answers to Pwop P W O P at franklins dot net, we'll pick from all the correct answers one lucky winner. And they will win a shopping spree, not really, but one item at our Useless Crap store, the Monday's Useless Crap. So you could get a Monday's coffee mug like the one I'm drinking out of and Karen are drinking out of right now. I
3: love it. Hey, Carl, by the way,
2: I'm
7: still waiting for my mug.
2: Yeah, it's called Christmas Present, man. Just chill out. Ooh. Yeah, you'll get it. I got a big box of them, but I haven't sent them out yet. So and you they could don't get a t-shirt off
3: like the t-shirt, right? You
2: get a t-shirt,
4: you could get a hoodie, you could get, Ooh, you know, a hoodie? yeah, a hoodie. A hoodie. What's Ooh, a hoodie?
3: A hoodie. You could get a hoodie.
4: That sounds like some kind of sexual favor.
3: It does.
4: You don't know what a hoodie but is. But could I get a hoodie from someone other than Carl? Carl's not street enough to know what it like is. hoodie I'll get Roy to give me a hoodie. <laughs> Roy will give you a hoodie. Hey, uh, it's it's a hooded,
1: uh, oh, hooded
5: a sweatshirt. A sweatshirt. Oh, okay.
4: Well, I don't need that.
5: Yeah, yeah, Californians they don't use a lot of sweatshirts. True. True. <laughs> this is All what right. I'm saying.
2: So, Richard, what are the toys, man?
5: Well, let's go after some good ones here. So I pulled Shrinkster, as usual, and uh, we'll start with the good toy, because a good toy is an easy one, and, and I seem to be hung up on this theme lately. So, uh, Shrinkster.com slash oh, 2-O is an oxygen, I is an in indigo, 2-O-I. Shrinkster.com slash 2-O-I. That's right. And... W- do you see a theme here? I can't seem to get away from this theme. We keep talking about desks. Ah, so it's now a chair. I've taken you to a chair. This is a chair called the RX Two. Okay, this is a chair with more speakers in it than a Rap Stars Escalade. <laughs> oh, okay. man. like there's like a dozen speakers crammed into this thing. Uh... And don't turn it up too loud, or you'll simply empty your bowels all over the chair. <laughs> Okay, because there's a thing called the Butt Kicker Tactile Transducer in it. And if that isn't a sex toy, I don't know what is.
4: Do they have any uh, pictures of this thing from the inside so you can see where all the speakers are?
5: No, it's a secret. You're supposed
4: to
7: sit in it and hang on. So this is real surround sound.
4: So, like, when you're sitting in this thing, I assume it's, like, all battery-powered, no cables to it, right? It's just, like, vibrating across Uh, the floor. Is that right? I'm
5: thinking no. I'm thinking there'll be more wires running into this thing than the electric chair at San Quentin.
4: Wow. (laughs) You should have a nice warm feeling on your ass, like, if you're playing Halo or something. That would be cool. Well, what you don't want to do is spill your
5: Coke, because you'll explode into flames. Uh, I've done that before. Don't tell me
4: about it, man. And
5: and it's
6: only
4: 500 bucks.
5: A
2: mirror.
3: It's... It's worth it. Well, if you're, a- <laughs> you know, how it's
5: much comi- would you pay for a Lazy Boy?
3: I would pay, It's at le- a f- Lazy Boy is at least 500 bucks.
2: Yeah, so
5: there well, you I go. I don't know that this is this comfortable a chair. It's relatively Fun ugly. Fuck comfort,
3: man. It's, it's got speakers. It's vibrating
5: it's on, got on your a ass lot of and it.
3: it's surrounding you in music. What more do you want? What
2: more do you want? I mean, you can like throw on some Sarah McLaughlin just have an orgasm
5: right there without even touching <laughs> yeah, but, yourself.
4: I'm just imagining oh, Karen and Will Ferrell oh. on this chair. Oh, so
5: there <laughs> Now the yeah, butt but Richard, kickers in a new level.
7: Richard, I don't have uh, to spend twenty five hundred to get my butt kicked. I just have to take a walk at night around here. <laughs> there you go. You that's
4: should bring a microphone. microphone with you when you do that, Nick. Just <laughs> yeah. for the show. When I hear you get your ass
3: kicked, <laughs> that's good radio,
7: right there. Nick, <laughs> Nick
4: goes out oh! in the dark areas <laughs> of New York oh! at night. Oh, oh! oh! It could be a weekly. Could we be a weekly bit? You could do this every week, Nick,
7: and <laughs> get your yeah, ass kicked. Active every... Nick's weekly bitch slapping.
4: My weekly ass whooping.
7: That's right. Awesome. Awesome. Then we listen for the
5: sirens, and then we know to cut away. <laughs>
4: right. I, I bet you a loser will like that, man. He'll be saying, you know, keep Nick, man. I like this new segment. This week I was at 53rd in Lex, man.
3: Insulting people in
4: French. Here, here's, here's the sound of me getting an, a, a bottle shoved up my ass.
8: Stop. <laughs> oh, oh,
4: my God. What could have been a small Perrier? Oh, well. Oh. All, right. All right, Richard, save <laughs> us, man. What's next? This is my head going against the brick wall. (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh.
5: All right. You know, I I keep looking for really bad toys. And then I found a bad toy website. (laughs) Somebody sat down and made an entire website of bad toys. And better still, they'll let you buy them. (laughs) Okay. Shrinkster.com slash 2OJ. Okay. And now, you're crappy.com, which, interesting enough, is an Australian website. And that kind of makes sense to me, really. <laughs> Crappy, K R A P P Y dot That's right, crappy.com.
4: You know, you could have gotten there shorter just by saying crappy.com instead yeah, of the shrinker. Type ad- in address
5: is actually longer. What's up with that?
4: <laughs> yeah, really. Hmm. Now I would like you
5: to know. I mean, <laughs> let's let's leave the glowing Jesus alone because there's nowhere to go on that. Okay. But the Vietnamese ear cleaner—that's something special.
3: <laughs> what? How did the Vietnamese clean their ears? What?
5: W- apparently, with a metal instrument that costs five bucks.
2: Oh my God! Ooh. The girl,
5: the lady's putting a screwdriver into her head. There you go. <laughs> the right? fuck. Don't? Yeah. Remember that whole don't run with scissors? Okay. Don't tip over wearing, using a Vietnamese ear cleaner.
4: It says here, your ears produce enough wax each week to sculpt a tiny Kylie Minogue or Brad Pitt figurine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and so you're supposed to sculpt in your ear or take the wax uh, out to sculpt?
4: I think it's taking it out to sculpt is what I'm thinking about. You well could do they buy have wax, like a, wax a, at ear the craft store. sculpting kit? Oh,
5: that would be cool. God. There you go.
4: I'm going to write that down.
5: I'm going to that, You can't tell me this is not a bad toy, but it just doesn't end. Just keep clicking around. <laughs> you can't go wrong. Richard, you just ruined a whole
6: shitload of material, man. You could have just eked these out one at a time. I could just taken you to
5: a different link each day. That's right. You know? Each show, we could have done another one. But I got here, and I, I was I was traumatized. <laughs> Check out the glamour clamour at the bottom there. They got a Chairman Mao clock.
2: What? a chair- Who would want a clock with Chairman Mao's face on it?
5: I don't know, but if you want one, it's a mere $85 Australian. Did you, 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 guys, did you
4: guys see the bubble wrap terrorist yet?
5: Oh, that's <laughs> no, a good one.
6: Where's that? Where's that? Oh, I see. I see. I see. I see. You,
5: you got to click bubble the link to get to it. Bubble wrap terrorist. This
4: is Does awesome, Does a bubble wrap
3: terrorist? Terrorize bubble wrapper? Oh.
4: Uh, you just got to see the picture. It's
7: a
2: painting. It's,
4: just, yeah. it's, it's sweet, man. Yeah, I saw it. Hey, you know, it kind of looks like Jeff. I like that it's bubble wrap because it kind of you, you're kind of protected from the evil you know it's kind of soft there you go I also really I appreciated the fact that the Jesus Christ glow in the dark doll had a little bubble bubble uh, um yeah a little little bubble cartoon what, what are these things called man I, I have no idea what they're called these little bubble things that come out of people's mouths little bubble me. things that come people out, come out. yeah lip. he's got a little bubble thing coming out of his mouth and he says greetings to you on my birthday or something like that greetings on my birthday
5: you got to dig around a little to find some of the shower curtains. The pirate shower curtain I could live with. The flaming <laughs> shower curtain is kind of interesting. You know, I could see Miller behind that thing screaming.
4: Now, wouldn't it suck if Jesus came back? Like, you know, everybody saying he's going to come back soon. If he came back, you know, just before Christmas, and he's like, okay, I'm back, what would you guys get me for my birthday? And everybody's <laughs> like, oh, crap, man, I didn't know you were coming back. I, I, I got a cake in the oven I can do here. How about
2: fridge limpets? <laughs> limpets live on rocks and travel about one meter each day. Eventually, they let go to start a new life on your fridge. (laughs) 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 These repurposed uh, limpet shells come with their own industrial-strength magnets, so they won't let go again. Coming in packs of three, let them loose on your fridge. (laughs) Fridge limpets. What the fuck? All right, Richard, man, we could stay here forever, but you got another site?
5: No, I think that's enough for me. Uh, that would I, got, do it. I got to here and I couldn't get away. <laughs> uh, I figured I'd share the pain with all of you.
2: <laughs> all right. And we're just going to repeat the contest for next week, I guess, right?
5: Yeah. Let's carry that contest forward. All right.
4: Okay. I think we should get that uh, host of the show on, that uh, 65-year-old grandmother on the, uh, on the show for a little bit. Or you should interview her. Maybe call her up, see if she'll want to do an interview. Carl? That would be great, man. That would be great. I think it would be great. They'd no, actually, awesome. I
7: think we should have Jeff, Jeff call her for sex advice. There you go. Man, I, I think she, I Jeff should call yeah, her I, for I'm sex. I'm loving
4: this concept of Jeff and Karen, man. They're both like, you know, for, for our listeners, are just tuning in right now in the middle of the stream. Uh, Jeff is uh, has a uh, habit of turning girlfriends into lesbians, and Karen has a habit of turning boyfriends into uh, gay guys. <laughs> and uh, and they hate each other, and it's just like it's it's the sweetest thing in the world to me. I just love it. It's like a. It's like you know, Karen was it's talking the about elementary
5: actually. school sandbox stuff, man. Right out of the. Right out of the basic. <laughs> Here you go. Here's my mud pie in your face.
4: I canceled cable, man. I just listened to these two. These guys are just going. It's just awesome, man. It's the best thing. All right, all right. Enough about enough about Karen and me. Let's let's get
1: on to the next segment. And the next segment is, uh, the band. The
2: band for this week is Orange Street. And these guys are from the UK. And a cool bunch of guys. They're a ska band. And, well, we're going to hear a tune they wrote called Monkey Man, appropriately enough.
0: Big, big, monkey man. man! Hugging a big monkey man, ah, yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. up a big monkey man, I never saw you, I only heard of you. Hugging up a big monkey man, I never saw you, I only heard of you. Hugging up a big monkey man, it's no lie, it's no lie. Hugging up a big monkey man, it's no lie, it's no lie. No lie. Hugging up a big monkey man. Now I know that, now I understand You're turning a monkey by me and Now I know that, now I understand You're turning a monkey by me ay ay yi ay ay yi Hugging up a big monkey man ay yeah ay-yi-yi Hugging up a big monkey man
2: And that was Monkey Man by Orange Street. And their website, if you want to check them out, and I hope you do, is www.orangestreet.co.uk. And uh, good stuff. Check them out. From mondays.plop.com, it's News Bites with your host, Carl Franklin. Hey, this is Carl Franklin. You're listening to News Bites, a quick synopsis of news of the week for those with nanoscale attention spans. And this week, I don't have too much to report, but I did go looking at c and looking for some news clips to hack up and edit for the fake news. And um, and I, I, I was actually listening to Tony Blair with a prime minister's questions from, from uh, parliament. Every Wednesday, he gets together in parliament, and basically, they just... Have their way with him, you know, uh, and they ask him all these questions. And uh, let me just give you an example of uh, just compare and contrast, you know, what happens over there with what happens here. Uh, this is just a little segment.
8: Michael
9: Howard. Yeah.
2: Michael Howard, the guy said. He's going to ask Yesterday, the
9: Metropolitan Police Commissioner said he totally supports the private members' bill to change the law on self defense against members. Will the government support it too? <laughs>
10: What we have said is that we will consult now the Chief Police Officers, the Crown Prosecution Service and indeed the Attorney-General, and I entirely understand the concern on this particular issue. I share the general comments of the Metropolitan Police Commissioner, so if we get the right response back from those people, then of course we will support a change in the law. As I understand that this particular that sounds, bench bill Sounds not perfectly yet civil published. right now. We will obviously have to consider the right way to take it forward, but I entirely share and understand the concern, and I hope we can reach agreement on it. They're
9: well, I'm very glad, Mr. Speaker, to hear. They're laughing at him. But uh, once again, where we lead, he follows. Can you tell us, can you tell us, though, why... The Lord Chancellor said this week that the law did not need to be changed.
10: Mr Speaker, first of all, let me uh, just deal with the the issue of, of, of him leading and us following. Actually, the Home Secretary indicated that he was prepared to review the law on this a couple of months ago. The right honourable gentleman only jumped on the bandwagon when he thought there was something in it. However, I would have thought we could deal with this perfectly sensibly. I entirely understand the concern. The Law Commission actually did look at this and say that the law did not need changing. It's totally However, unedited. It's- I believe, as a result of the concern over this, that even though I think that the number of circumstances in which someone would actually be convicted in circumstances where they've taken on a burglar in their home will be very limited. Nonetheless, I think in the light of recent concern, it is worth looking at whether we don't have to clarify the law so that we send a very, very clear signal to people that we are on the side of the victim, not the offender.
9: uh, The Right Honourable Gentleman talks about bandwagons. I'll tell him about bandwagons. (laughs) This is is the man, this is the man who joined Michael Foote's bandwagon to get into the Labour Party, joined the CND bandwagon to get on in the Labour Party, and did over his Chancellor's bandwagon to take over the leadership of the Labour Party. He is Mr Bandwagon. (laughs) Now let's get back to the question,
2: which he manifestly did not answer. God damn! Can you imagine if we held our leaders to such scrutiny?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I
4: I love the British man. <laughs> that is that is awesome. That is totally
2: unedited. I mean that, that that's just like what happens on a Wednesday night over there in Parliament. <laughs> I, it Come is on. the
4: sweetest fucking thing in the world to be able to do that, man. I wish I wish we could do that because I mean, you know, imagine the character that that would build in George Bush. You oh, know. Yeah. He would just, if he had to come under that kind of attack, like on a, they do this like every week? Tony Blair has to yeah. do this is every week. Yeah. First. Prime
5: Minister's questions. Yeah. It's called the question period. We do the same thing in Canada. Do you really? Right? Oh
4: yeah. And do you have the same kind of thing where the other, oh, you know, t- legislators are totally all going Yeah. Out of control. Yeah. You and I could just see them all going, you, 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 you. So can you
2: imagine if we had, you know, the same kind of stuff in, in this country? Can you imagine if Congress, the sessions, like every, like once a week, President Bush got up in front of in front of the congress in the house and they actually asked him questions that were on their mind. You know, it goes something like this. President Bush, when you were campaigning against Al Gore, you said you didn't want the US government to be in the business of nation building. And now, well, now not, all, not only are we
6: in business, but we've got a fucking monopoly, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know I did say that. I said, I did. What I said was that I did not want to be in the nation, uh, nation, in the business. Look, the United States government should not be in the business, nation building, but the wing do.
0: I would have liked
2: not to have invaded Iraq, but they flew our own jets into the Twin Towers, and he did have weapons of mass destruction.
6: He tried to kill my father, and he said
4: nasty things about my mother, and I just want to make him stop! Oh, man. Come on, you know? Carl, we need to do this every week. Every week we need to do this. We need to do a question
5: period for President Bush. Yeah, we, oh, yeah, what we
4: should do is we should say, you know, n- not all, not a lot of other news stations are carrying this, but we were, you know, in at the weekly <laughs> session again. <laughs> you know, you guys may not realize this, but we've actually, you uh, uh, may not have heard about British this, but we've actually policy. changed our rules we're doing things very similar to the way the British and the Canadians are doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's listen in on what was said this week.
2: But then again, I have one more clip to play from the actual Prime Minister's questions, and this is unedited too. I just couldn't fucking believe this one. Listen to this.
7: All right. This
2: may be the reason not really... to do it.
9: There's not a road or pavement in any town or city in the country that's not smeared and disfigured with great white blobs of chewing gum. What hemosis? What's in their laughing? Is, will the Clean Neighborhoods Bill impose on people who drop chewing gum in the streets? <laughs> and why don't manufacturers sell chewing gum in packets that contain a slot to put used chewing gum? And put the ah, packets not have on them? Saying what the penalty is for dropping chewing gum in the streets, and perhaps the manufacturers should also be paying for cleaning up the mess their customers create. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, well, I
10: hadn't I, I quite appreciated what a, a social evil uh, chewing gum was until my honorable friend made that impassioned plea. Uh, but I have to say to him,
2: isn't that unbelievable?
5: <laughs> that's I mean, federal politics for you. You know, yep.
2: there is a sense of like, you know, that uh, that's a little bit trivial, guys, maybe, maybe just a little. I mean, you know, weapons of mass destruction versus
5: chewing blobs gum, of chewing great gum. white
3: blobs of chewing gum.
5: <laughs> right. Well, what is it about that whole conversation that makes me think I'm actually listening to a Monty Python skit?
2: It is. It's I mean, they so sound like funny. they sound like they're full of hot air, man. Bunch it's of windbags. So
3: There's very little difference between comedy and reality in Britain. I well, think.
2: Anyway, that's the that's the news for this week. Oh well. So anyway, I want to ask all you people how how your week was. Karen, I know you have to leave soon. Richard, I know you have to leave soon. So uh, Richard, why don't don't I start with you, man? How was your week?
5: My my week's really kicked ass. I've been working like crazy. You know, I'm going to try and take a little bit of time off. But, uh, you know, systems are busy doing a lot of integration work. But you know what's really been picking me is something's changed in MSN. MSN? MSN Messenger?
2: MSN Messenger
5: is broken. And I use Trillion because I actually communicate with more than just MSN. And I, instead of running separate ICQ and AIM clients and so forth, I just run Trillion. It does it all. So I could see somebody right. online. I could talk to them. They never respond to me. And I'm starting to get a complex. I'm starting to think I'm Mark Miller. <laughs> it turns out they don't see me online. They don't think I'm on and they don't see any messages I send until they send me a message. And now I'm finding right. out lots of people are having this trouble except the people who have the very latest editions of MSN Messenger.
8: Hmm.
7: did you change your id recently nope i haven't changed a okay, thing. okay because i changed my ID last summer and i know that screwed up a lot of things
4: are you going to go online soon because i'm seeing you're offline right now if you go online i'll tell you when i see you
5: i'm already online <laughs> yeah <I'm>
4: online <laughs> I see all on, I the I time see offline as it, well. it's pretty clear that you're not online right now i can see yeah, you you're offline not online you're offline if you yeah. you know how to connect your computer to the internet there's a there's a cable in the back probably
2: I got instructions from active Nick man I know everything uh, we're actually talking we're actually chatting with Richard right now
4: he Karen, just do said you just have any advice for him as far as technical support yes. advice I
3: you're gonna have to take your soldering iron <laughs> <laughs>
5: and i have one of those i bet did you, you did did you try the soldering iron yet richard
4: <laughs> i
3: in fact when people say like so what are you doing um you know for whatever reason and i say well there's this show and there's a lot of guys and they're really into computers so much so that they have soldering irons that's like my description of mondays there you go
1: you see people people who are into computers don't really need soldering oh, irons shoot. usually though it's it's people that are just a little like bit way Jeff. past the computer level. So Richard, you got to
4: open up your you got to open up your machine, Richard, and you got to look for the MSN chip in there and check to make sure all the wires are connected. <laughs> if there's not, get your soldering iron out and make sure because there's probably a wire there that's labeled like either number three or you know not online. <laughs> Also, also, there's you may be able to find it's an like options dialog, and there's probably a checkbox there that says um, "be all fucked up" and just clear that checkbox.
5: <laughs> I, I've heard you put that in all your applications, then charge <laughs> extra to turn it off.
4: Yeah, I do. Uh, that's that's exactly correct. Actually, I you know, but I don't really you know broadcast that. And until
2: if there's now. a if there's a Thank red you. wire sticking into the circuit board, unsolder it and pull it out because that one shouldn't be in there.
4: Right, right. Definitely, but look for the MSN chip.
1: <laughs> yeah. So Richard, what have you got for a
4: soldering iron?
5: <laughs> uh, I use a Weller.
1: Oh, is it is it oh, WTCPT? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Or are you using one you of 1, I, oh, I hey, have one ah. of those
3: things where you can make creme brulee. Like you can burn the top of creme brulee. Would that work? Yeah.
1: A culinary torch? Work? What
5: the fuck is Karen talking yeah, about? Yeah, they
1: they call that a culinary torch. By the way, oh, you know thanks, that's the technical Jeff. term
3: for I had it. I No idea what that was called. <laughs> thanks, Marty.
5: I can feel the sexual tension here. I can warm. feel
4: lesbians <laughs> and gay guys being created as we speak, <laughs> man.
3: <laughs> We're up in the ten percent of the population. Person by person. It's funny
1: that she would bring up the soldering iron and I would bring up the, uh, the, the, the well, she brought up the word soldering iron, I brought up the word creme brulee. No, uh, I brought oh, no, no, what, a Culinary torch. You brought it up, but I called
4: Jeff it a culinary torch. Jeff had the correct torch. definition.
5: Every time Jeff speaks, another lesbian is born. There you go. <laughs> and somewhere in the world, another man realizes he wants to play on the home team. <laughs> huh.
3: Jeff, do you make a lot of creme brulee? I have
1: been known to, uh, to make creme brulee before.
3: You do not make creme brulee. I have
1: been known to. No
3: wonder you're dating lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is this a surprise to anybody?
4: But by, by the way, Jeff, if you, if you end up dating heterosexual girls, you're going to find out you'll get a lot more. Your chances for sex are a lot better. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it does up that's true the chances
5: doubles your chances for a date yeah <laughs> okay guys i got a flock all right richard. Okay, man see you richard we'll talk yeah. to you later
4: well see karen
3: you. i do oh yeah
2: yeah well how, i mean we didn't ask you how your week was and i know you got to fly soon so
3: i do i have to motor because i'm taking finals um so that's what my week is it's finals finals
1: oh, finals?
2: Uh, finals
3: finals where? finals in classes at classes so, art history what are you, classes what are you, art history advanced art history you because i'm um, you know I'm a teacher, and then I'm going to be an art teacher, so I have to take all these classes. Oh, cool. But I went to Ikea for the first time. Have you ever been there?
1: I haven't been there. Oh, I have. That's awesome. It's, Let's it's, form a club. The cool people who've been to Ikea. We, I, we won't let Carl into it.
3: I've, I've been several <laughs> times, actually, I have to say. but So have I. I went the other day.
1: See? I'm telling you.
3: What is it like?
1: I'm telling you. I, I, I bought a I, weasel at Ikea.
3: You bought a weasel? A stuffed
1: weasel. It was really cute.
3: What did I buy? I bought something interesting. Oh, no, I didn't. Was it stuffed? <laughs> Oh, 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 Jeff!
1: <laughs> okay.
3: Did you see that? This is what I bought. That was interesting. Did you see that big, huge shoehorn? Like they have a shoehorn that you can stand yes. at north. Yes. Isn't that a good idea?
2: Uh, sure. Isn't ironic, Mark, <laughs> that you and I are the only are not in this conversation, and the two. <laughs> that are completely diametrically opposed to each other are, like, having this wonderful conversation. <laughs> or we found common ground. We have the gay thing and we have Ikea. And, uh, we
4: have Ikea and gay people. We're all about that. It's kind of like superpowers, you know, combining fighting, like, Superman versus Batman. If the two of... of these guys, if these two these kids get in the same room, I wonder, like, who would walk out the lesbian or who would walk out gay, you know? I wonder if... if who would it's win? It's a battle
3: of the homosexuality. Whose who's, who's,
4: who's battle is, you know, greater? You know, whose powers are greater? <laughs>
3: I'm guessing after the creme brulee contest that I would win and he would walk out the gay man. That's what I'm guessing. Boy, Why?
2: Because yeah, hetero men can't make creme brulee.
3: Carl, have you ever made creme brulee? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, yeah. but
2: I have made uh, seafood crepes. However,
3: really? does that
2: count? Or I don't is know. that is that manly
4: enough?
3: Are they yummy?
2: They were yummy. Carl, you're a make... guy in the ass. I had
4: to. <laughs> That I find that's the real litmus test, not not the crème brûlée <laughs> thing. If you want to find out if a guy's gay, this is a good question to ask, right?
0: Just cle- oh, get man. this cleaned up in advance. <laughs> well, that's just
7: so fucking wrong, man.
4: <laughs> sorry, man, I'm just trying to be direct and to the point. You guys are like, you know, bashing around the bush, you know, you're going like, You're Wait. right, you're right. Hmm. And you make me brulee? I, I don't know. I find that I use this kind of soldering uh, iron. Just ask him if he fuck somebody in the ass. <laughs> Gets the point. What about what about getting fucked in the ass?
3: Yeah, I think that's the more litmus test. I mean, all right,
1: all right, all right, really... all right, all right. You guys are getting technical. I mean, if, okay, if you fuck somebody in the, in the ass, you is. can pretend right. that it's a chick. You a know? hole's
3: a hole in that. Oh,
1: <laughs> boy. Have we gone downhill? <laughs> yeah, th- this might have to get taken out.
3: <laughs> I would say. Yeah, please. That's a good idea.
2: <laughs> yeah, so now I know why ThinkGeek.com didn't want to sponsor us, man.
3: Think, <laughs> think, think
2: Geek.
1: Gee, okay. maybe because they don't get fucked in the ass enough. <laughs> <laughs> or too much,
3: maybe. <laughs> too- oh, who knows?
1: Good Lord.
3: Um, so, you, anyway, were, you yeah. were
2: talking about your week.
3: Um, yeah, Karen, on? go ahead and start
6: talking. I- <laughs> yeah, after that. Okay. You're on. So I-
3: Ikea. <laughs> no, I don't know. I big really think Oh, yeah. That was exciting for me. Yeah. But I had to leave because um, I did realize, though, that Ikea is not the store for me because it's all about small. Like, I have a big house with no furniture, and it's all about if you have a small house and you're supposed to fit furniture in it. So that was right. the
7: issue. That's the Rory yeah, That store. would be good for me, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, yeah, well you've got one, you know, on but The log- thing is I, I have a small place with big furniture, so that doesn't work either. Well, throw no. out the furniture.
3: You should give your furniture to me and shop at IKEA. Is what you should do because I don't have any furniture really. I mean, I have some, but whatever. Anyway, so IKEA's not exactly my ideal match. So what are you going to see um,
2: what are you going to see this week? You going to get to the movies?
3: I am. It's my goal.
2: Which one? <laughs>
7: It would be great for the movie reviewer to actually <laughs> well, see movies. Sorry,
3: no, I am. I'm gonna go see a movie. I'm gonna go see um ah, sh- what just came out? Um, well, you
2: got uh, the the <clears> no something And then there's oh, the oh, the oh, one oh oh about that,
3: um no, you probably don't want to hear about Maria Callas, right? The movie about Maria Callas. That's not. Oh, good. I would. Would you? Yeah,
2: actually, Nick is an opera fan. Oh huge yeah, opera yeah. Fan.
3: Oh yeah, Nick. Okay, so oh, yeah. I'll. A- and that. he doesn't Big even 0%. get fucked in the ass. If no. I can, <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> never mind. Right. Um, the, but anyway, that if I don't think there might be might not be a movie theater okay. that has that. But I don't know. I'll figure something out. What I about will, Polar I will, Express? Yeah, my six year old saw that, and he said his review was very freaky. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I heard it was creepy too. Yeah,
3: he was a little creeped out by it, and. Um, I don't know. It's not a great story. I mean, I yeah. I love Chris Van Alsberg and I liked Jumanji and yeah. I like, but it's a weird story and it's apparently an even weirder movie. And Tom Hanks kind of creeps me out. Yeah. And you know there
2: because they did some kind of freaky animation with it's, computers in right, real and you do, life. Right. And it's like Lazy modeling.
3: Town, you know the show Lazy Town? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. It's um <laughs> it's a children's show and like you you watch it because you want to know if the people are real or fake and you can't really oh, tell oh, oh, and okay. it's very like some of the people are completely animated and some of the people are cl- completely real mm. but most of them are some kind of hybrid. Weird. Freaky, like claimation on real. Pe- I don't know. It's very oh. weird. So I think weird. Polar Express is kind of like that. All right. So anyway, um, yeah, I don't want to see Polar Express. Okay. Yet. But Tom what Hanks else is
2: on? What else is in the theaters? You know, you help would- me out, guys.
3: Closer. What's that? Right? I just saw that- Blade Three. <laughs> Blade Three. I would <laughs> yeah. like to see Blade Three.
2: Yeah. It's and- everything you expect it to be. Yeah. That's
3: that's what I was <laughs> kind of right, well, thinking. I'll fuck that
2: then. We can't do that one next week. Thanks, I saw Jeff.
4: SpongeBob SquarePants. You did? Oh yeah. it was yeah. great. It was great if you really like Spongebob Squarepants and you don't <laughs> mind spending, you know, 20 bucks to bring your whole family in
7: <laughs> to go see it. Oh, there's Ocean's 12 you could see. Oh, I want
3: to see Ocean's 12 and I want to see, um, yeah, there's there's like a million movies. I okay. can't believe I can't well, think of it. Well, go to the but movies, but, Julia, man. I know. I will. I will go. I will actually go to the movies. It's Probably amazing.
4: the most memorable scene in Spongebob is when uh, David Hasselhoff's pecs end up saving the day. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for ruining it for all of us. <laughs>
3: I think it's probably a renter anyway. I don't It was
4: so. awesome, yeah. <clears throat> All right. I was like, oh, my God, are his pecs really going to save the any... day? And, you know, he was like, you know, flexing them. And sure enough, man. Hmm. Save Thanks, the day. Thanks, man.
3: David Hasselhoff.
4: Great. Yeah.
3: All right. I'm off. All,
4: All right, right. We'll go. see you. Bye, Karen.
3: Bye, kids. Anybody. Have fun.
2: Drive safe. All right. So Karen's gone and uh, Richard's gone. So, Mark, how was your week?
4: Um, well, I had good things and bad things happen. Um, I guess you know I'll save them maybe the good for for next week if you want, and I'll tell you just about the bad. Okay. Uh, it happened to me actually today. I was uh, installing some uh, new software from Microsoft, and in the process of installing, it broke uh, my Microsoft Excel uh, install. It was other software I was testing. It was beta test software, uh, and it broke in- it broke it- Excel. So Excel crashes on start, and it says, here, you want me to do the, uh, you want me to go uh, report this error to Microsoft? And I say, yeah. And <laughs> I go to the site, and it says, hey, you need to download the new update. And I say, okay, fine. So I download the update. To report new up-
2: an error, you need to re- download an update.
4: Yeah. So I've, so, so, so just, <laughs> you, for those way. of you For those of you just tuning in, here's what happened. I downloaded beta <laughs> software, and it broke Excel. The software had nothing to do with Microsoft Excel, so now I have to download more software from Microsoft – right i i feel like i'm dealing with my crack dealer right i mean it's like okay yeah i have to buy this now so so anyway i have to buy more i have to buy more uh i, I have to download more software from microsoft and uh i i, I run the install in microsoft and and so this is for office right and in the middle of the, the 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 upgrade it says uh oh now we need your 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 front page 2000 cd to verify that you're not fucking trying <laughs> to steal page from us I'm like what oh, I'm like what the fuck front page 2000 isn't even part of office right I mean it's kind of like this outside thing and the other thing with front page 2000 is I've been an owner of it since it first came out I guess it was front page 97 or something like that yeah, right so and and because I'm an owner I don't buy the full version every time it comes out I just buy the upgrades well I've oh, got man, like I've three story CDs, and every time I upgrade I've got to pull all three out and stick them all in well I have got I, I'm I'm missing my, my my front page 2000 I got my front page 97 and oh, i guess my 98 cd but it doesn't want to fucking take those okay so i'm pissed off at some I, I, it's like i want to be pissed off at microsoft but i know not everybody at Microsoft's trying to fuck with me it's just like this one asshole who's trying to fuck with me at microsoft i'd love to know who he is i uh, i can't find the cd i'm spending two hours trying to find this fucking cd i can't find it excel is still broken uh and uh, and i'm pretty much you know that i'm pissed off Oh, God. God. (laughs) You know, know, the other thing that really pisses me off is whenever I go to their fucking website for tech support, they have no number where I can call that I can call and bitch to anybody without paying $35 to bitch. I mean, I'm going to pay $35 for five minutes of bitch, and I might as well go to a a therapist, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's you a know, lot cheaper. You know, Mark, you really shouldn't complain. I know somebody
1: who's got the same problem with Photoshop. You know, they've been upgrading for years, but they have versions that are on floppies. So they're not just dealing with <laughs> swapping CDs. They got to they gotta make sucks. sure their computer they build has oh, no,
4: a, floppy a floppy drive. Oh, I don't have a floppy drive. The other problem with therapy, the therapists, is therapists are, are they're so hard to find now because they're all working for Microsoft doing tech support now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I go to my therapist. He goes, uh, 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 it'll be $35 for five minutes. And I go, what are you talking about? He's like, Microsoft tech support. He goes, uh, this is my... Microsoft takes a board now. I'm like, what? you working out of your office? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Oh, my God. So I'm oh pissed boy. off about that. Well, try to calm you down. You the good news now? You want, you want the good news now or you want to wait till next week? Oh, no, sure. Let's hear the good uh, news. I'll give us the good news. The good news is, is that I have finally, finally, finally broke off my long standing addiction to caffeine. Really? There was two, two keys to success on this, I believe. One is. Um, uh, that i went cold turkey totally quit and two is uh i found this neat thing called crack cocaine <laughs> uh, ever since i've been on this stuff i the 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 cravings for caffeine are gone <laughs> totally gone now i if you guys are new to this stuff this is you gotta go you gotta find i, I think these things these guys are they're called like dealers and they're, they're kind of like roving pharmacists Right. They kind of go door to door, neighborhood pharmacists. And so you just kind of go out and you find a dealer. And if you're addicted to if you're addicted to caffeine like I was, these are the the two things that helped me get free, get free and free of that addiction. The, 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 The biggest downside to this crack cocaine is it's expensive. And so, like, like, for example, right now, earlier today, I had to send my wife out on the streets to work the streets to get some money for us. But other than that. I'm off of caffeine, so that's like some great news. I'm really happy about that. (laughs) Great.
1: I'm real happy for you, too, man. (laughs) I like that Mark is the one giving the narcotics lesson on Mondays. (laughs) Who would have thunk that Mark would have been into crack cocaine, you know?
7: Yeah. (laughs) Actually, caffeine made a lot of sense. (laughs) So I'm off of caffeine. I feel good about that.
2: (sighs) Very good, man. So, Nick, how was your week down in there in New York City? Down there in New York City. Oh, I had a
7: good week. Well, first of all, it was a good week for toys as well, because um, I guess I could have been, done a Toy Boy segment this week, but not really a Toy Boy, but I got a, some cool new toys this week. I got a, a new Pocket PC. All right. So nothing really Uber or something. It's just like a, an older model from Verizon that's got Pocket PC Phone Edition and everything. And uh, it's kind of like a year old because they didn't really didn't really release uh, anything new yet. Hmm. But um, it's kind of cool because I was really missing one of those devices. and I can finally get rid of my BlackBerry now.
2: Uh huh.
7: And um, today I was um, stopping by my mail room in my building And there's this little key you know, in the box that says you've got mail or something so You just have to stop at a valley service to go there and it gives you this package And then I asked, okay, so I've got a, a package So the lady goes in the back and she comes back And she's like staggering under the box Because Carl Franklin decided <laughs> to send me like a whole fucking studio in a box <laughs> And the woman was like completely buried under the box And I look at the box and I go, well, that's about right, yes. And when I opened that box, I was just laughing and laughing because there was like mixer, microphone, cables, and everything. And it's a real studio. The big problem, though, is that I live in Manhattan, which means I have a tiny apartment at a huge price. So now I'm going to have to move just to fit this new equipment.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, we want you to sound good. That's what it's all about.
7: Yeah. And, now, um, if you could just
2: figure out how to fucking plug in the microphone, you need Oh, yeah,
7: well, I did. Well, I mean, come on. I had no idea that the thing unscrewed <laughs> oh, out of there. Yeah, yeah, you had, I had to, to take send a freaking me the picture, picture of the connectors to try to get these things together and then send a picture to, to Jeff. Jeff's goes, like, take just out the fucking square, you dumbass.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a really difficult technical solution to tell him to unscrew this one thing so you could screw in the other. I it had was... no
7: idea the thing unscrewed. I mean, I just saw, like, a brass thing with a, me- a metal black thing. You couldn't tell by looking and... at it? Jesus you know, Jeff, Christ, this is man. What,
2: this is what people feel like when they move from Windows to Linux. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
7: Yeah, I guess. Man,
2: all you had to do was go fucking mod the operating system with patch number 97.24 <laughs> stroke up your ass.
7: Yep. That's, that's Unix for <laughs> your Linux You dumbass. Whatever. That's
2: all you had to do.
7: <laughs> fucking idiot. Anyways, but... <laughs> that is not the best part of my week. The best part of my week is that I've been teaching here in New York in the past two days at a Microsoft office. I was teaching this uh, intro uh, to .NET class for two days, and it was all uh, state and local government people there. Cool. And um, But the best part is, I well, first of all, it was a huge room. I had like over 50 people. I ne- I never had like this many people in a class. I mean, it mm. was not a conference. It was a class. Wow. Hands on? No, 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 no hands-on. I mean, two okay. days I was doing demos and stuff, but it was oh, wow. asking a lot of questions. But it's just an insane class because there was like 16 modules in there. And I have no idea who designed this class because there's just way too much material. And I covered like eight modules in the two days. Hmm. So I, I prefer to cover less and for them to understand rather than covering everything and for nobody to get it. Hmm, hmm. But the best part is like sitting right in the front row, like right in front of the podium where I am is this babe. And oh my god, I mean, she was so distracting the whole time. Because you know, I try when I speak to be engaging and to look at the audience and to to look at them. So I'm going to lock eyes with one person for like half a second or two seconds. And then I'm going to move on to another person and just do this randomly throughout the room. But like every time my eyes would just like fall onto her. She was so beautiful, like really tall. She was Russian and she had this, this real like exotic Eastern European look in her eyes. Ah, and she was just drinking like from uh, from my mouth, like drinking every word that I was saying. It, it, it was amazing. She was just like she had her her eyes locked on me. And Nick, I'm like,
2: sprouting a woody. Stop it, man. <laughs>
7: <laughs> no, but I'm telling you, it was awesome. I mean, she was sitting there, and she was first of all extremely beautiful. Second of all, she had a killer body. On top of that, and and there she is sitting right there, and she's got her eyes on me for like two days straight. Hmm. And now I'm supposed to make sense and, up there. And you're know, thinking and it's be, all
4: because of you, man. <laughs>
7: this, this, she's looking at me again.
4: Yeah. Of course, you're, you're the only guy talking in the room, but man.
7: I, I know that. <laughs> and, and, and that's exactly what I was thinking because I figured, okay, she's got nowhere else to look. She can look at the projector or something. But I mean, still, just the fact that she was there and she was looking at me with these sweet eyes. and, and She was so saying, distracting I know what she was time, thinking. I was, like, talking like an automaton. I just just had no idea. Like, I'm losing my words right now just talking about her. Because I had no idea what I was saying. All I knew is that she was staring at me, and I loved it. I know what she was thinking.
2: I know what she was thinking. She was thinking...
4: Wow, .NET fucking rocks.
7: Yeah, exactly. And, she's saying,
4: uh, I am so hot and horny because this .NET talk. Man. That's right. Only yeah, I got it. Yeah, exactly. Man, and, why and I'm making jokes Java, she's laughing at
7: my jokes and everything. And, of course, I'm doing a demo at some point, And I'm doing this little this really, really stupid demo. Where I'm just, like, calling a web service that's returning a message. And the message is saying, like, uh, welcome to the class and then username. And, of course, when I run the client... I'm. I have to enter a username in the box. So I just look at the front row and I go. Are you? Well, are oh, are uh, you writing
4: in like you are so fucking hot, like so everybody can see it? <laughs>
7: yeah. It, was, it was
2: Hey, pretty woman in the front row who keeps staring at me. I want your body.
4: Yeah. Let's write some code now. Let's call this method. Uh, <laughs> how about you and me get together afterwards for some crazy night of lovemaking, gal? Awesome.
7: East, yeah, I, I was tempted to start like writing stuff like a private Russian girl as a new date or something like this. Oh, That's so nice.
4: Fun. Or I, you know, and did you do this? He's like, let's talk about this class, you know. and by the way, did I mention class that I am single? I currently have no no connections. <laughs> I'm looking for a girl, you know, for a relationship, looking for somebody to go out. Anyway, I thought I'd bring that up before I go into the technical stuff. In case, <laughs> yeah. you know. So anyways.
7: So I'm doing my little demo thing there. And then when I'm actually running the demo, I have to enter a name in the text box to actually run this thing. So it says, welcome to the class, somebody. And then I just look in the front row and I go like, well, um, I try to be casual. Okay, well, uh, what's your name? And I point at her, of course. <laughs> and she goes and- like, oh, it's... Nadia and I'm like oh my god <laughs> so I, I had her name and then right away I, I was like oh okay I have to focus like all my attention on this girl the whole class dude, then I look at all the other
8: <laughs>
7: and, and then I realized okay I can't like show too much that that I really love this girl or something so I have to give attention to the other morons around don't. her so I start asking other people's names in the class and things like that
2: don't step Anyways. out from behind the
4: podium man she'll see her wood
7: Anyways, but yeah, the podium was actually a, a blessing there because, yeah, it could actually hide me or something.
4: So, so, like, you're going, like, any questions, and she raises her hand. She's going, uh, Nick, uh, why is it that the podium is lifted off of the ground by a few <laughs> inches? What? Uh, so you're doing some magic trick? You're like, next question. No hands. Like,
7: no hands. <laughs> you're like, next question. <laughs> no, but then the thing is, it's a two-day class. So this morning I show up. And then, well, the first question is, what is she gonna wear today? Because she was wearing a sweater that was extremely sexy and not revealing, but well, wh- wh- I would say form fitting. And, um, I figured, well, what is, she, what is she gonna wear today? And then before she arrives, like other people start flocking in. And then there's this really, really annoying dude that would just, like not let go of me like yesterday and it would just like tell me his whole life because he's looking for friends or something and then he sits like right in the front row exactly where she was sitting
8: <laughs>
7: and i'm like <laughs> no don't do this to me so very calmly i just i'm just playing with my laptop and i go like oh uh i'm sorry but uh, i thought it you know i assumed that people would just like go back to the same original wait a minute jeff were you there
1: Jeff, were you there? Where? No. <laughs>
7: oh, ha, 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 ha.
2: Trying to figure out why she left. Ha, ha, ha,
4: God. She hasn't left yet. Okay, let's get the Nick story back in there. Sorry, Nick. Go ahead.
7: Okay, so so then I just, like, very casually, I work my life with my laptop there, and I look at the guy, and I say, Oh, I'm sorry, but I just figured that people would just go and resume and use the same seats that they had yesterday. And he goes like, oh, well, I was sitting in the back and I couldn't see very well. So I and just you decided said, I to want the fucking hot chick up front. <laughs> well, exactly. But I can't be too obvious about it because, of course, I mean, that's where she was sitting. And I wanted to get rid of this guy before she arrived. But the thing is, she had two colleagues with her. And then the two colleagues arrived and she was not there yet. And at least the, her manager who was there went to the guy and he said, oh, I'm sorry. But it's just that there's the three of us and we like to sit together in a class. So would you mind terribly like just moving to another overseas or something? and you're so like, the when, you're, you're so, like the, when, so the guy moved so the guy moved yeah the guy moved exactly and then Lost she him. came along and she sat down and she had this very tight shirt you know while the buttons are almost like ripping off or something and now I am getting I, I was woody like, oh yes this is this is like the best class ever dude I so saw again, this in a, for- I saw this in a porno once <laughs>
6: You're Except just totally cheapening this story, man. Totally.
4: It, it didn't end the same way, though. It, it ended a little bit differently, I think. Than, than, yeah,
7: exactly. It never works because in porno movies, you know, they just like start unmunting unman- their, their shows like right away and they have sex with you right there. But it, it always takes a lot of work in real life. And that's the part that sucks.
2: Man, you just turned a romance <laughs> novel into Deep Throat.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, anyway. there's romance in here? So bottom line, Apparently, the thing is, I figured there, there's no way I can just like let this girl walk out of my life and never see her again or anything. And of course, I had her email on, on, the, on the classroom list for the students. But I figured I, I have to do something. Because if there's one thing that I hate the most in life is whenever I see an amazing girl on the street or where I just talk to her or something, and then I don't ask her out. Because after that, at the end of the day, I'm like, what a fucking idiot I am. I didn't do something. I didn't ask her out. I didn't ask for a number or something. And then I'm just the idiot who did nothing. So I'd rather be the idiot who's turned down than the idiot who did nothing. So during the last break in the day, I was just like waiting around in the lobby area and I saw that she was not she went like in the direction of the restrooms. And then when she came back, I just like stopped her for a second, sort of talking to her a little about an issue she was talking before. And then um I, I pulled out a business card and I gave it to her and um I just had to uh to let her know, okay, well, here's my card by the way. And if you have any questions about anything, or it could be anything else, you know, like for or a drink anything, or coffee, or if you'd anything like to know at all, or anything, the size yeah, of my underwear, uh, for ju- example, or a drink or coffee, just uh, give me a call or something. Anything. I had to, yeah, I had to Who's? do it. There was no way that I was going to let this girl walk out of my life. Unfortunately, of course, what kind of reply do I get? And I'm such an idiot because I didn't notice it. She was married. No. Oh! <sighs> <sighs> no, that's where that's where single life is really, really tough. <laughs> We need to have a recurring segment
4: where Nick tries to pick up chicks and then realizes they're married. <laughs> <laughs> no? Yeah. Oh, I got a lot wait, of wait, material wait, wait. for this. So, this is-
2: dude, you fit right in. All right. Jeff turns them into lesbians.
4: Karen goes out with gay guys. And you hit on married chicks, man. Yeah, this exactly. This is perfect. We've got an expert panel for giving relationship expert. advice right now.
7: No, and oh, the thing is, I'm such yeah. an idiot because I usually always look. And yes, she had the ring on her finger, but I just didn't look because I guess I was looking elsewhere. But... <laughs> Actually, well, she just said, well, okay, well, thank you very much, but, um, uh, no offense, but it's just that I'm married. And I said, <laughs> I don't know, I just blurted it <laughs> out. Like, okay, well, that never stopped me before, but just, oh.
6: okay. Oh, you <laughs>
1: <is> sick, dog. <laughs> you did not say that.
7: I am not kidding you.
4: I actually oh, said you're,
2: you're a pig, man. Oh,
6: that's Sorry, the, the wrong You better check your wife, man,
4: man, when Nick's around. Better watch him. That's the
7: wrong thing. Oh, no, no man. Seriously, no. what did I have
4: to lose?
2: unbelievable anyway
7: but still i'm glad i asked her out and i still have her, her image burned in my mind and it's it's I, i'm still smiling here so this is a great day
1: now i know how loser feels smiling and she's pointing to her wedding ring <laughs>
7: <laughs> no actually she she was actually very flattered and she smiled at me and everything but she just pointed out like very like softly oh but i'm married and she almost sounded disappointed at it <laughs> oh yeah no, just, pretty much that's the way that i see it and you guys don't rule my illusion okay so you know what, whatever are
1: dis- should- disappointed the way people sound when you know somebody goes up to you nick and 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 you know a guy's hitting on you're like oh i'm sorry i'm not gay real disappointed sounding
7: yeah actually you know what if if a gay guy hit on me i take it as a compliment
1: Oh, totally. Not but you man. know, sometimes you, sometimes you have to apologize. Say, "Oh, yeah, I'm so, I'm sorry, I'm not gay," and you know, oh, so, don't sound too disappointed when you say that because you know, I don't know, I'm gonna edit that out. Dude, Forget if, that. If
2: I got hit on by anybody, male or female, I'd be fucking shocked. It, <laughs>
1: Carl, Carl 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 gets excited when dogs hump his leg. Jesus, I mean, come on! <laughs>
4: <and> I, <laughs> I used to get hit on by gay guys all the time, all I, the time. I would be like, "Really? Uh, yeah." I would be out. I would be out like with. Um, uh, i had uh, a really really good looking uh, girlfriend she wasn't like a, a romantic uh, relationship girlfriend but she was just like a good friend of mine and uh and we and we would we w- well that's I, why we would be hanging out and she's really hot right <laughs> and it's not like we're like acting like uh any uh like we're not married or anything like that it's not like we're acting uh uh you know like we're not together or anything like that anyway we're out and uh and and gay guys waiters or whatever would just be coming up and just be like you know flirting with me and i'm like what the fuck man and i like you know is it is it my flowery shirt you know is it my is it my makeup is it my earrings what's going on why is this happening i mean i couldn't figure it out hmm.
2: <laughs> Because you didn't have your tongue in her ear.
4: Uh, I don't know. No, I was I'm teasing about the last part about what I was wearing, but it was just like it would just it would happen to me all the time. I just think that I. I, I it's almost like the Rory thing, although I think Rory gives it off more than I do or, or I guess I apparently I used to. But I don't think I, I, I have a there's there's about zero flamboyance in me at all. So I don't think mm. there's anything mistaking you know, there's any mistake there. But, yeah, because uh,
7: usually gay people have good, t- have a pretty good taste. So well, that's, that's the thing surprised. is, I don't think
4: I'm particularly good looking either. I think I'm like, you know, I, in fact, I think if anybody picked me up, it would be like, you know, that'd be because Carl turned him down, right? <laughs> oh! They'd be, they'd be going to me next, right? They'd be like, okay, Carl turned, Carl said no, so well, I guess I'll, I'll go with Mark. I mean, this is how I got my wife. I said, honey, you're going to have to lower your expectations, right? And she's like, okay, well, they are like, no, no, lower, lower than that, honey. It's not going to work out if you have any expectations at all.
2: <laughs> and right now on Mondays, Mark Miller provides a service to all of those people who constantly work and hang out with people that are much smarter than them.
4: This is called People Dumber Than Me. I don't know, man. we got to change the name of this topic. I don't know. Yeah, I've got some news stuff. There's some real news. There's some people. There's one guy, at least one guy dumber than me. And there's some other kind of crazy news going on. Uh, all right here's the stories we've got for uh for tonight uh pp and steel don't mix by the way pp if you're like a european listener you don't know what pp is or you're not a dad uh pp is urine it's you know it's when you make pp it's it's not poo poo it's pp it's number one not number two so pp and steel don't mix uh next story is hey dude let's change our names Uh, Next one is, uh, we've got a a holiday theme here. Santa makes the kids cry. (laughs) Then story number four is Santa gets a police escort. And number five is Grandpa's ghost takes a bite of the sandwich. Let's get started. (laughs) PP is not good for bridges. A landmark bridge in Indonesia's Sumatra (laughs) Island may collapse because too many people really like to pee on it. An official (laughs) at the Public Works Department in Palembang, Azmi Lakoni, was quoted as saying... We are concerned that one of its main support piers has been weakened by urine <laughs> as it is a popular spot for locals to relieve themselves. He <laughs> said that the, S-
6: oh, <laughs> God. the image of a bridge just collapsing slowly like an earthquake. Yes. <laughs> Cars
4: falling he- off. Some guy's got yeah. It's the last. Oh. You know, I'd just like to be the last guy who peed on that bridge, man. I I, I peed that yeah. bridge down, man. I shot that bridge down. I shot a hole in that bridge with my pee.
7: I'd <laughs> like to see the engineer getting that email. Your bridge isn't pee pee compliant, man. I know. There's going to be a whole new course in you know engineering,
4: structural engineering, fa- structural yeah. failure. They're going to be, gonna okay, be a Sure, class. you can take a four ton truck on it, but can you take pee? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> So, uh, anyways, uh, the official said that the acidic fluid's corrosive forces could attribute to an eventual collapse of the bridge. Officials said cargo vehicles weighing more than one ton would be diverted from the bridge. So they're diverting trucks, and they're allowing the locals to continue to pee.
7: <laughs> oh, damn. What Next newspapers t- do you read, man? <laughs> yeah, really? Where do you find this stuff? Uh, just
4: hang out, man. I know everything damn. that's going on.
6: Oh, All right. Next deal. story.
4: Hey, dude, where's my name? Jeremy Brown from Northern Ireland may rue the day he decided to change his name to. Wait for it. Wait for it. Crazy Horse Invincible. (laughs) His new name is turning out to be more of a hassle than he thought it would when he changed it after having one too many drinks. The Belfast office of low-cost airline Jet2.com recently refused to accept his latest online booking, deciding that someone calling himself Crazy Horse Invincible must be a sign that foul play is afoot. <laughs> Damn. Crazy, Crazy Horse's name raised an eyebrow with the bookings team, so we had to double-check, said Steve Lee, jet 2 coms director, of his decision to request that Crazy Horse make a personal appearance at the airline to prove his identity. Crazy Horse, twenty-six, decided to officially change his name with the British authorities one night in two thousand and three after celebrating the victory of his favorite football team, English Club Middlesbrough, in the company of a pal and several drinks. Hmm. It was one of those nights. I think Burrow, Middlesbrough, had won, so me and a mate were celebrating. You have a few too many and you come up with crazy plans, said Crazy Horse. <laughs> After the airline staff was finally satisfied that everything was in order, Crazy Horse received his ticket and will now be able to f- travel to the Czech capital Prague, where he and his friend, who now answers to the name of Spaceman Africa,
8: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh. wow, and who apparently had no trouble getting a plane ticket, intend to spend their, their Christmas holidays. He only has two names, that's why.
2: Ugh. Crazy Horse Invincible. Which which is the first name? Which is the last? I don't think Horse is a middle
4: initial. his Last name is Invincible. Horse is the middle name. So he's Crazy oh. Invincible. You know his friends call him Crazy. <laughs> I love that man. He's so it's, funny. It's like his friends it's, call me it,
1: Crazy. It's not just his friends that call him Crazy. <laughs>
4: You, see, you know, it's that one-too-many-drink story, right? It's like... It, Beautiful. I, I'm gonna, one of the products I'm going to patent is a, is a drink that lights up when it's the one-too-many-drink that's going to really fuck you up. It's <laughs> got a little red light on it. Oh, he's drinking it. Everybody watch him. What's he going to do? That's
1: it. <laughs> a
2: beer there mug with a built-in
1: breathalyzer. That's a good
2: idea. All right. Story Just number three. Jeff's actually trying to figure out how to make it happen technically here.
4: <laughs> Nerd. Yeah, man, yeah. we'll do it. We'll get it there. You say that like it's a bad thing, man. Yeah, really? <laughs> You're saying that like, I mean, come on, like like the guy, Mr. Code Rush here. I mean, come on. <laughs> All right. Okay, so let's see. Number Story number three, Santa makes the kids cry. Parents were outraged to be kept waiting for hours to meet a Santa who did not so much as speak English, the Daily Telegraph reports from London. Disgruntled grandmother Hillary Hughes said, What we got was a Father Christmas standing in the door of a restaurant between the kitchen and the dining area. Behind him were dirty dinner plates and bottles of ketchup. (laughs) Also, he didn't speak English, and he just sat with each child for about 30 seconds. I just just see this now. The kids are looking up at Santa, and Santa's looking (laughs) back at the kids. Nobody's saying anything, right? (laughs) Awkward moment for each kid. These folks paid like something like uh, $6,000 to take their their kids to the magical home of the real Father Christmas at the Finnish resort of Sariel Selka. Sorry, I know I mispronounced that one. At a Finnish resort. Witnesses reported that a mini riot erupted. Uh, A a spokesman for the uh, resort said that we pride ourselves on our high standards, having operated in Lapland successfully for the past 11 years. I'm just imagining this guy. It's just so funny. This, this, like, well, okay. Doesn't see, he's the real Father Christmas? Of course, he doesn't speak fucking English. He's not British.
1: He's American. Damn it, dude. I'm sorry, but if you pay six thousand dollars to have your children see uh, Father Christmas you deserve something wrong with you
2: you can just go to the mall you, de- yeah. you, des- you, deserve, a you deserve a conversation
4: you deserve a fucking sleigh in the background with some fucking reindeer for six thousand dollars <laughs> they can get a horse and put some antlers on it for god's sakes
0: I know, really.
4: <laughs> and they can take the horse home and keep it oh man all right last story grandpa's ghost sells for sixty five thousand dollars Online casino, goldenpalace.com, offered U.S. $65,000 for a metal walking cane that an Indiana woman put up for sale in hopes her son would believe his grandfather's ghost would leave their house with it. Wow. Yeah, the story basically goes as the kid was hearing noises around the house, and he was, like, convinced that Grandpa, who had recently died, was there as a ghost wandering around their house. And so the mother, in an attempt to uh, alleviate her son's fears, decided to uh, sell the cane and the ghost. Wow. So uh, goldenpalace.com will add the ghost cane to a collection that already includes a grilled cheese sandwich said to bear oh, no. the image of the virgin mary. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They have the they have the sandwich. They have the sandwich and now they have grandpa's ghost. They oh. paid uh, $28,000 last month for the sandwich which is bought, which they bought like the cane on eBay. Oh
2: my god. The same people. It, isn't it funny same, how everything same, comes same around to the sandwich?
4: Yeah, now I don't know about you, Carl. We were talking about this last week about this sandwich, and you know, now with the the, the grandpa's ghost thing, it seems like anything unusual that nobody's <laughs> thought of before, if it's unusual enough, is going to bring in the cash. That's right. yep. And I started thinking about this, and I was like, you know, I was thinking, I got to. I tell myself, I said, Mark, you got to keep your eye out for unusual shit, man. Yeah. You got to look for it. So I was I was out walking my dogs. Uh, uh, I think it was yesterday. And uh, my, my girl dog, Casey, she, she, she makes a poopy. And then I, I see she's like, you know, kind of checking herself out. And she's kind of sniffing herself, you know, in her, butt, her own butt area. And I'm like, you know, what's going on? And I'm thinking, hey, maybe this is going to qualify for some unusual shit, you know. Or, so, so she's like, you know, totally like all of a sudden she's totally turns into a circle, right? She's totally got her nose like upper butt. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? She's totally digging around. She pulls out. I'm not kidding you. She pulls out with her teeth gingerly a poop. Oh, stuck oh, in her oh, she pulls it out with her teeth dude. and then she just sets it down. And I'm like, holy crap. You don't see that every day. <laughs> so I'm like, I've got the, I've got these bags. Right. And I'm like thinking, okay, you know, Virgin Mary, grandpa's ghost. I go down. I'm, I'm checking out the poop to see if it looks like anybody. I know. <laughs> Okay. Oh. Bad news. Bad news. Not the Virgin Mary, but good news. Maybe Benjamin Franklin. Oh. <laughs> if you hold it on the side, you know, maybe Dick Cheney, oh, Benjamin there. Franklin, kind of oh, Ernest Borgnine, kind of thing. Oh. Dude, you've got you've got a poop shaped <laughs> like Carl's like great 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 uncle. I'm thinking forty thousand dollars, maybe forty forty five thousand for this baby. Wow. <laughs> yes, no. Listen, all I have to say is after I saw after I witnessed this. I, I said thank God for opposable thumbs, man. Thank God.
7: <laughs> yeah, but Mark, the big question is, where's the poop now? It's in my fridge. Actually. Oh, actually God. Oh, it's Ma- in a ziploc. It's not like it's just sitting there. I have to protect
4: it, right? I have to preserve it. Right? My question is thank God yeah, for right opposable next to the thumbs, right? When if the last- somebody wants to clone my special dog, <laughs> they oh. have the DNA right there, right? There's DNA in poop, isn't
1: there? No. No? No. Mm. And my question is, Mark, you know, why thank God for opposable thumbs? When's the last time you extracted a poop from your ass with your opposable (laughs) thumbs?
4: (laughs) Well, I almost used my teeth the other day, and I was like, wait a second. come (laughs) on, man. I've got an opposable thumb. We're
6: never going to get a sponsor. Yeah. Never.
4: (laughs) Oh, is it our goal to do a sponsor? Is that what our goal is, Carl? Well, you know, do you really want to suck up to the world? Do you want to be paid? I want to be paid.
7: (laughs) Yeah, that'd be nice.
4: Uh, yeah, I wasn't really thinking about that paying. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you just <laughs> cut that out. We'll just edit it out and we'll have a bunch of laughter on the show and everybody will be like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, you mean like when we were passing
1: around the links last time? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, uh, is that it? That's the That's last it, one. Man. I'm
4: done, man. Yeah, Carl, we're not going to get any sponsors. There is nobody <laughs> with is money no that way. wants to give it to us. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Nobody with money is going to give give it to us with this show. No. We're on our own. We're, we're <laughs> gonna. Have, we may have a huge listener base. But nobody's going to give us money. Yeah. Oh, man. Unless you do do one where you beep out every single offensive thing that anybody ever (laughs) (laughs) says. Yeah, the show would just be one long
1: beep. Oh, we need to get somebody like Maxim or 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 Hustler or
4: something to sponsor us.
7: Yeah, Hustler would be good.
4: Yeah, you'd be you'd be like Carl. Carl would be like, you hey, know, Welcome to Mondays, sponsored by Hustler. You know, <laughs> sponsored by the the local liquor store. You know, <laughs> sponsored
6: by the crack cocaine dealer association of New York City.
7: Yeah, there's actually quite a few over here. So,
4: President Nick Landry.
7: You'd be like, somehow, you know, when
4: I was in broadcast school, my hopes were higher, you know?
2: (laughs) Oh, man. And it's time again to hear from our band of the week, Orange Street, from www.orangestreet.co.uk. Ska band from the UK. Check them out. This is rough. Tune by Orange Street, Ska Band from the UK. You can check them out at
1: uk. And now, here to make us all sound like idiots because we suck at video games. I don't know. Whatever. Nick, do your stupid thing.
7: <laughs> that was awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, actually, the game that I want to talk about is uh, is not actually something new to me. Well, there is a part that's new and there's a part that's old. And it's the big fucking time waster of my li- of my life that's been for about, what, 17 months now, I guess?
2: What is it, man?
7: It's a game called Star Wars Galaxies. Okay. So the gamers out there are probably familiar with it because it's what they call an MMORPG. It's a massively multiplayer online role-playing game. So an M- you guys know what an MMORPG is? We do now. You just defined it. No, I know, but essentially it's like these games like, uh, you know, EverQuest or Ultima Online, right. where you play a game and it's a per- persistent world. So you play in this universe that runs on servers and-, and the game never ends. So you just log on with your character, you play around, and then after that, when you're done, you just log off and the game continues. There are th- still thousands and thousands of players that keep playing in this game. Right. So every everybody else you see in the game is another player or another loser at home, you know, wasting his time as well in his computer. Yes. And um, this one is actually pretty cool because I'm a Star Wars kid. And uh, I've always played Star Wars games like all my life. And everything at Star Wars has always been like the the focus of my life. And uh, this one is actually based in the world of Star Wars. So it's called Star Wars Galaxies. So essentially the way it works is you you build a character and you just like go adventure into the world. There's there's, like 10 planets like uh, Tatooine or Dantooine or Naboo. And the game is actually set in a timeline right after episode four, like A New Hope, which is the original Star Wars movie. Okay. So you're in the world where there's the Empire and the Rebels just won their first victory against the Empire with, um, you know, with the Death Star blowing up and everything. And the big change in the game is actually in a new expansion that was just released because for over a year now we've been playing and it's just been like a ground game. So you play people around, you've got vehicles and mounts and stuff, and you can shoot. And do missions, but you could never go into space. And of course, space is the big component in Star Wars that made it very popular. And now they just released a new expansion, like uh, less than a month ago, called uh, Jump to Lightspeed. Mm-hmm. Which is the expansion of the game where you can launch into space. And the cool thing is that the, it's the first time they were combining two elements where the game is a role-playing game. Where when you attack someone, you like select your target, and it automatically attacks and you don't really have to shoot at them. It's not like Quake or anything. It's not real time like this. So you just like use special attacks, but your character shoots automatically, and it's based on your skills that determines on whether they hit or not. On a space game, this is a real what we call a Twitch game, where you use a joystick or a mouse, and it's really based on the player skills that determines if you hit the other ship or not. Hmm. So it's an interesting game because the problem with these damn MMORPGs is that they're too addictive. Right, because you know if you're playing a game at home you can just say okay I'm going to play my game and when I I run out of time I have to do other things or something I'm just going to save my game and then after that I'm going to do something else Yeah, but you can't really save your game in this because if you log off you know that all your friends and all the people that you know in there they just keep playing and then it's calling you and you just end up eating up every minute of free time that you have and the game is just eating you alive so um, Mark was talking about crack cocaine well my crack cocaine is this damn game yeah. What, See, ha- Nick, what ha-
4: Nick, if you keep picking up married chicks, you're going to have loads of free time.
7: <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's actually the problem right now. No, but actually, it's uh, interesting that you mentioned chicks because the thing is, one of the cool things about this game is that you can really. Because I ain't got none because of this fucking game. Yeah, pretty much. Actually, no, I'm doing okay so far in New York. But, um,. The thing is with this game is that you can actually customize your character in whichever way you want. So you can pick like the height and everything and the the facial features, and there's like different races you can play, like a Rodian or a Wookiee or a Human or a Twi'lek or other races like that. And but the interesting thing is that you can actually customize also your body features. So needless to say, there are not a lot of fat people in this game. Because (laughs) while you can play somebody fat, somehow people elect not to be fat by choice. Ah. And, uh, Nobody likes the, the, fat guys, man. Yeah, I don't know. And the uh, the thing <laughs> is, when you play the game, then you have... Of course, you have girls in the game as well. And uh, somehow, all the girls will like to have big boobs. They're because all this... freaking
2: guys, man. Guys, They're all freaking yeah. guys who want to be girls.
7: Oh, that's that's the other thing as well. They, they They call them shims. It's all these guys that play girl characters because they want to uh like get favors from from other guys like free money and free free armor and free weapons and free everything and somehow all these girls are lesbians in the game so it's crazy because the world has look, the, the ratio of lesbians is like what like one percent two percent i would say i don't even know the stat but i would jeff, say it's probably more game? than that uh ha 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 let's let's ask jeff jeff how many lesbians are in the world
1: uh it's five percent of the population probably <laughs> Five percent.
7: Some people okay, say that ten well,
1: percent of the world is gay, which would mean that five percent of the world is lesbian.
7: Okay, well that, Real, that, that's realize actually, that it
4: was two percent of the world before Jeff was born. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> Jeff is single-handedly responsible for the extra three <laughs> percent, but he's shooting for four next year. <laughs> But the thing is, that
7: in this damn game, of course, there are not a lot of girls. There are a lot more guys than girls in this game. But somehow, it's like over 70% of the girls in the game are gay. Because, of yeah, course, you know, it's agree. all dudes, you know. You know, there's probably like just 5% of real girls that are gay and the rest of the 70% of the rest is just like guys pretending to be girls. But of course, they don't want to hit on guys. So they just hit on other girls. So so if you you give the
4: other girls money in the game, do you like ever feel dirty after playing the game and want to go take a shower or anything like that? (laughs)
7: Oh, actually, you know, there's a lot of people that's still very low in this. I mean, there's the whole, like, cyber sex thing and everything. Because the characters, I have to say, they're quite attractive. They're very well made. There's a whole fashion element where you can wear anything. So you can have a girl running around wearing the, the metal bikini outfit like from the Princess Leia had in Return of the Jedi. And, uh, you know, there's cleavage and everything and revealing skirts. And the, the fashion element in this game is actually quite elaborate.
4: So the answer is yes, you do feel dirty afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> You know,
1: I've actually I've actually known more than one girl who played these games, and they almost always chose male characters so they wouldn't get hit on. And I've known lots true. of guys to pick female characters so that they'll get favors from male characters.
7: Yeah, exactly. It's but really the funny thing creepy. is that you see a lot of lesbian couples in this game, and then they, because you can actually get married in the game. But I've always wondered, because, of course, these guys, they play girls, and they hit on other girls, and they figure out, oh, that's cool, I've actually found another lesbian here. But I know that most of the time, it's actually probably just two guys hitting on each other.
2: Dude, I think you've way overanalyzed this game, and you spend way too much time playing it and dude we've all
1: all, of us, life, all the geeks who've played mmorpgs have already realized this you know
7: oh, okay well that's okay well maybe we can incite other people no, no, to come no. in and maybe you can actually get some real girls in the game
1: <laughs> <laughs> i knew a girl who played star wars galaxies and that's where she met her fiance from so you know whoops <laughs> i guess i guess the ratio is just not very good it's kind of tricky
7: yeah it is very tricky and, uh, but it's just role playing. I enjoy it for the role playing aspect of things. So now to the actual review part, I guess I can talk about the new expansion, especially for the people that That might wasn't have been the review? <laughs> Pardon? That wasn't the review? <laughs> well, I- I've just been introducing the game itself that I've been playing for okay. over a year, so it's not really new.
2: Dude, it's a two hour show,
4: man.
7: No, okay, so, hey, but well, come on. Karen's movie review in the first show was like a ha- fucking half hour, so.
4: Hey Nick, I got some advice for you, man. Typically when you want to do a review, you'll give it a score.
7: <laughs> okay. So a score, I'm not there yet. Man. I have to give I have to give a score at the end. So shut up, dude. Okay, so the new space game is kind of interesting. The only problem is that um because it's an online game, there's always some latency that's involved with the internet. So when you're actually shooting, you know, at a ship in space where your client application is telling you that the ship is but where the server says that the ship is it's almost never like the same place so you pretty much have to guess where the target is so you have to get to to shoot like at empty space sometimes to actually hit the ship so for those of you that have played before with online space games or online flight simulators with other people you're already used to that phenomenon because it's nothing new but if you're just used to desktop games like uh the whole like X-Wing or TIE Fighter series that you play locally. Well, it's kind of annoying because most of your fighting skills are going to be wasted a bit on this. But it's still interesting. The thing is, you can master your pilot profession pretty fast. So after that, it gets become kind of boring because you don't really know what to do. But the... um Overall, I say the expansion is cool because it adds depth to a game that really needs some. And even though it is addictive, there's a lot of things that could be improved. So I would say that on a score of uh, 1 to 10, I would give the expansion Jump to Lightspeed an 8. Cool. All right. Very good. So definitely, people should try it out. Uh, You can actually go to the StarWarsGalaxies.com website, and from there, they have an area where you can use like um, a forty, a fourteen-day trial. Because of course, to play the game, you have to buy the game. But after that, you have to pay a monthly fee because this is a persistent world. So you have to pay for the maintenance of the game and the servers and the operation and the new content and everything. So the expansion is thirty bucks. The base game is like sixty or seventy bucks or something like that, and you have to pay like fifteen bucks a month to uh, play the game. So it's one of the reasons why I don't have a landline because I spend my money on this game instead.
2: Wow. Would you recommend this game to people who don't have never played a M-O-M-R-P-G or whatever the hell you called it?
7: Yeah, actually, well, that was my case because I was never a big gamer in terms of MMORPGs. I was more of a desktop gamer. I would play RPGs. I would play simulators and things like that or space sims. But Star Wars Galaxies was my very first one and I just tried it on a whim. I saw the box on the shelf in 2003 and um, it was the Star Wars element that called me to it. Yeah. And I gave it a shot and I just uh, became hooked. So I guess you have a re- t- you need to have a reason to start playing these games. But then you again, have to have a lot time, of people right? have different reasons. <laughs> Pardon?
2: You have to have the time to do it. You shouldn't do this if you're already pressed for time.
7: Uh, yeah. The problem is I'm already pressed for time and somehow I managed to find some time to play this game. So I, I don't sleep a lot and um, I, I just cut everywhere else that I can. But okay. I guess if you have something that calls you into this game, like for example, if you're a Star Wars fan, the game is not like always like fully Star Warsy in a way because there are some things that are kind of disappointing in it, but overall it's got a general Star Wars feeling. So if you're a Star Wars kid, uh you can get a good kick out of it, especially with the new space extension, the expansion because that definitely adds a lot of Star Wars depth to the game. So yeah, if you've never tried it, you can give it a shot and it might surprise yourself, but after that don't blame me if you've just wasted your life.
2: Now Mark Miller's going to tell us all the names he's been called this week.
4: All right man, we're you know this week's actually a little light. I don't know if I've just been, you know, not pissing off people so much or You're too nice man. It's the maybe the spirit of the Christmas season, you know. The, you have to the... drop Disney Mark Uh, Although I'm just now seeing my I'm fucknut coming up here, so (laughs) (laughs) so so apparently apparently we're not entirely in the Christmas you know the spirit of the season yet. Uh, Anyway, here's the in addition to to fucknut, uh, the following have been said to me in the past week. Um, This follow this one is um, the context of this one is um, well I'll 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 tell you what this was said. This was said to me by my wife, uh, and she said, "I will hate you like acne." I will hate you like a butt boil. <laughs> oh my God. She, she, I was essentially. You know this about me. Your wife
7: says that to you.
4: Yeah, she said. Now, notice she's saying future tense, right? She says, "I will hate you." Right. She's oh, she is concerned attacks. that I'm about to do something that she's going to re- re- really going to piss her off. I am allergic to chocolate. If I have chocolate, I get uh, edgy and kind of. I'm kind of like an asshole, and like any bit of tact that I have is completely gone. <laughs> And I was going to eat some chocolate. And she was like, you know, remember the Christmas in 97, you know, et cetera. And I was going, I'm going to eat some fucking chocolate. You can't stop me. It'll be fine. I'm invincible. And, you know, and uh, so anyway, she said that to me. She, she, when I have chocolate, she leaves for two days. I will
6: hate you like acne.
4: Yeah. <laughs> but she's, but I'm like thinking, well, you know, you know what a butt boil is like? And she didn't want to get into it at that point. So. Oh, no, I'm great. teasing. She didn't say that. Okay. Next, your life the next... isn't real, man. What did you say? No, she's great. She's My wife is awesome. No, I said, so... no, your life, not your oh, wife. Life. Your
7: life isn't
4: Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, um, Yeah. my life is
7: interesting. Um, anyway,
4: uh, you know, I, I've wondered about that, by the way, Nick. I've wondered, <laughs> does, do, do strange, bizarre things happen in my presence because of some forces, you know, uniting and, and converging around me? Or is it simply because, you know, they're happening to everybody, but I just happen to notice them? You know, I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is to that. Anyway, the the, the next, um, you know, what, actually, let me take a break here because we're kind of getting into this kind of, you know, existential kind of, you know, advanced physics kind of mm-hmm. moment. I want to tell you a story. Okay. My daughter was uh, eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And uh, and and she's very young, and she, and she's looking at the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. She notices the bread has got a hole in it, and she she just is very upset, and she won't eat it. She thinks it's yucky, it's gross. There's a hole in the sandwich, and and it's 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 bad, and it's it's she's not gonna do it. And her mom says, "Well, honey, just eat around the hole, but don't actually eat the hole." <laughs> And she's okay with that. And so my daughter ate awesome. around the hole and finished everything but the hole. And so, <laughs> so I wanted to I wanted to uh, to share that with you. Anyway, back to the names. The other the, so great. like I said, it was light. I just have two more. The other one now. This is a very this is kind of a technical combination. Te- this is a technical insult, I think. The term I was called was. Cash dipshit. Now, cash is not spelled like dollar cash. It's spelled c a c h e, and that's a programming term that means you're kind of saving things up for use later, right? So, I think I'm not 100 percent sure what this means, but I think it means I'm kind of like a dipshit with an extra abundance of it, with an ability to you know bring it out on demand. I think, and then it was, and then it was followed by, well, I don't really think you're a dipshit, more like a dip fucker. Oh. So um, I've, I've, I have no idea what that means. I, I've not had time to look this up. So I mean, anyway, that's I, I
7: live in New York City, in Manhattan, and I don't hear that many name-calling. Here. I don't know, man. I mean,
4: you, you're just not I putting mean, out the same vibes as I am, I guess. I think it's, you, you should come out asshole. to New York,
7: and we're going to unleash you in the streets. And it's just going to be a, a plethora See, uh, of name-calling.
4: Here's the problem with that, Nego. I don't know if this is a problem or not. But the problem is, is that I will say the things you're thinking. Okay. In other words, we'll be out. I have this like kind of psychic ability combined with no tact. Like if I was in your class, I'd be going. Excuse me, Nick, but you are fucking hot. According, you know, pointing at the girl, right? Not you, right? I'm like, Nick, I don't know how you can concentrate. This girl is so fucking hot. Look at how tighter buttons are, man. Her sure breasts are gonna pop out. And you will be like, you will be, yeah. be like, uh, yeah. Let me. I, I was at a. I was at a conference, and, and this is the other thing that's very strange about me is that these these strange kind of amazing events happen like nearby. We were at a conference. Conference at a booth, and right across from us were were. we're and this is a technical conference, right? Everybody knows that you know programmers are essentially all guys, and they're not exactly you know great looking chicks, right? They're all guys. So across from us, the booth across from us is something called, I don't know if they're called, I think they're called the Microsoft Profilers. And they are like six of the hottest chicks I have ever seen (laughs) wearing tight, (laughs) low-cut T-shirts, short shorts. And they're just there to, you know, ask people questions about, you know, to find out how their developer experience is. And they're all, except for, for maybe one or two, you know, minor objections, they're all really, really hot. We're right across. We're stunned we're thinking, this is a great thing. Everybody's going to come here. Of course, we'll have to do presentations to everybody's ass because they won't be looking at us. We'll have lots of traffic, right? And then, but we're looking at these chains and they're going by and, you know, we're all like just talking about it. And, and um, I, as they're going by, I go, uh, excuse me. And they're like, yes. And I go, um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not, but you girls are hot. <laughs> and everybody was with me died because that was exactly what they were thinking, but were nobody's going to say it, right? And all the girls are like, mm-hmm, you know. But that's just how I am, Nick. So so I will say what everybody else is thinking, and that may not be a good thing. But you know what? Yeah, I'm but that really, would get
7: a lot of material for this show, though.
4: I'm really good at running fast. <laughs> right? When they break out the pitchforks and you know the, the two-by-fours and stuff like that, when people get pissed off to the point of throwing stuff. Oh, man. Hey, by the way, next week, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to introduce a new segment. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to get lots of material on this. And this is uh, IM acronyms—new acronyms that you can use <laughs> cool. in IM sessions. Okay, so look forward Excellent. to that next week. Well, man,
2: you guys are just too much, and I'm having so much fun hanging out with you guys and and geeking out and all yes, that shit. Is. And and
1: Jeff, you're a pig fucker.
2: <laughs> yeah, well.
1: Uh you know when it's all lesbians you can't be too uh you can't be too picky
4: all right so even the pigs are like going sorry that's it man i'm not fucking any more chicks you know i'm just gonna be gay." or wait no he would be never mind scratch that that would have been
2: funny so mark i guess we had a little problem with your uh with your audio track last week yeah you uh apparently it stopped recording uh, um,
4: yeah I think there were some we had some technical uh, problems on well, that. Uh, we
2: were, we were able to just use the phone track but Jeff wasn't too happy about it.
4: Yeah, then you know he actually uh sent me a he uh, uh sent me a voicemail message on that. Uh, left a voicemail message. Uh, um it, you might want to play it because it is uh, it kind of captures Jeff in his essence. All right, let's hear in, it. In the heat of the moment.
1: Mark Miller. It's Jeff, the sound guy from Franklin's Net. Yeah. Hi, uh, your audio track seems to be a little short. It's only an hour and 27 minutes. I'm going to have to go ahead and ask you to see if you can see if you have the whole track. Just a problem with the MP3 file, because we're kind of fucked if... uh, if...
2: (laughs) So, So thank you very much, Mark. Thanks, Nick. And uh, thank hey. you, thank you to Karen Greenwald who had to leave early, and uh, Richard Camus who had to leave early, and Kirk who is actually at his wife's Christmas party uh, for her office. So no tonight. thanks to him. So no thanks to Kirk and everybody else. Jeff Masiel, in the sound room. I'm Carl Franklin. Saying, have a great week and be safe. And have